Boom, and welcome back to this, another episode of the Happy No Fear podcast. I'm your host, Chase, and we are back with another episode. And today's guest is um, someone whose work I like a lot. I've been digging it. He was the former one half of uh, Circle, uh, an LA-based collective with Rabbi, and has since moved on to do many solo projects, paintings, sculptures, furniture pieces. I mean, you name it, he, he, he's done it and he is doing it on a very high level. So uh, the conversation is very honest. I really enjoyed it. So without further ado, I give to you Davy Levy. With a stylish little leather leash. We, yeah, dude. I had to make her <laughs> super Los Feliz friendly. Nice. You know. You live in Los Feliz? <laughs> yeah. Nice, man. Fit with the vibe. That's where my last studio was. Just pretend that I'm rich, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Deitch is over there, too. In the hills, probably. Yeah. yeah. I never saw him. Shepherd's up there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all I'm, over I'm there. at the basin, you know? Yeah. And no. Los Feliz, is, it, it's like a little chic little pocket it is but it doesn't appear chic and you wouldn't think it's because it's low-key because it's low-key yeah people wear like like they'll have a designer bag but it won't have like the name on it right exactly yeah it's not like the west side <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah abbott kinney's something else these days man yeah but that's changed a lot i can't huh? believe that shit you lived out there right uh, everyone time? always thought i lived there but i lived in west la for a long time uh-huh. for like the first uh i think maybe 10 12 years i was here and then I would skate in uh, in Venice every day, uh, mm. Santa Monica Beach Gaps, and then uh, try to paint around. You know, Venice was always the spot, like to get some walls and stuff. Do so. you still skate? Uh, to the liquor store and back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have big wheels now? Uh, big wheels keep on turning. <laughs> Man, if I tried an ollie, it would it would be a successful day just to attempt an ollie. To attempt. Like yeah. up a curb or just on the flat? Oof, just yeah. even on flat, man. You don't want to catch your wheels uh, on that curb. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a pretty decent skater too, but like, I just feel like the benefit of having skated that long was, was to be a part of it. Mm. And, and, and to know that you put into it what you get out of it. Mm. You know, like it works if you work it type shit. Yeah. But I, don't, not, yeah. I don't think I ever put enough effort into skateboarding. You know what I mean? Like, right. I was always, like, art and music, and right. then skating was, like, on the side. Right. Rabbi was really into Rabbi skating. had some yeah. tricks. He Didn't got he do, pretty... like, a fakie 360 flip or some shit? Yeah. In, like, he, one, of, he, one of the early videos? Yeah, good tray flips. I'm like, look at young blood. Pyramid on the pyramid. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. It's hilarious, man. I always just, like, I just like transition and shit. Right. It's easier on the knees. Like, if, yeah. if you slam, you kind of slide out. Yeah, it's fine like that. I feel like I probably would enjoy surfing if I tried it. Yeah. I've also never... I've tried it once. Yeah. And I'm like, that seems like a lot of work to get some kind of a rush, you know? Got to get there at 6 a.m., put on the wetsuit, paddle out. I suck at that. Yeah. Standing up on it, I kind of suck at that. But everyone says it's like the real... You know, it's a way to feel the earth. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's, it's like rewarding. It's like meditation. Yeah. yeah. I know. Everyone I know, like, that surfs is like, Dude, like you gotta catch the swell at like six, and like you're one with God, man. And I'm like, that sounds nice. Yeah. 
but I don't want to put in the effort. Oh, man. No, the yeah. problem is, is like, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I don't ever want to like start anything new right. per se because I don't want to suck at it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that <laughs> entry level shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. That's like more of a thing as I've gotten older or something. Right. You know, it's like my wife, for example, like got really into tennis okay. over the pandemic. But I think nice. like a lot of the world. You and your too. wife or just your wife? My wife primarily, yeah. like I went and played with her for a while <laughs> and it was fun. And like, I enjoy playing it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it could be like our thing. And you could get lessons and stuff because she was taking lessons like three or four days a week. Wow, yeah. And she She's got committed. really good. Like backhand like, serves and all like that every, stuff? Like serves, yeah. like that's the last you learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her serve is still like, you know, pretty amateur. But Lackluster. Like, she's like <laughs> won a, her whole tournament championship what? that she like joined Crazy. at like a 3.0 level. That's something. So man. point is, is she's like, you just take lessons and I'm like, no, Oof, Yeah. <laughs> I'm I kind of feel the same it. way. I, I accidentally met someone recently at the at the gym because I was boxing a long time, mm. and but it's been like a long time, you know. So, uh, so at at my gym that I go to, you know, I went into that room where they do the classes and stuff, and there's a couple of bags, and I brought my jump rope. So I'm like, at least let me get my cardio back up, and also I never learned like the crossovers, the doubles yeah. with the jump rope. I'm decent at jump rope, very fast. I can go for a long time. Cool. But I'm like, if I re-enter the gym, if I'm going to go boxing for real, for real again, it'd be nice to have a little something extra mm. as I enter to kind of signal like, look, it's a young OG over here, you know, and let me get some tricks in with the rope. And that's how I met this guy named Kung Fu George, man. Damn, he sounds like a legend. Man, he's a legend. <laughs> he trained with like legends. Oh, wow. And I uh, verified him with another friend of mine, Hashim, who's like uh, the highest level. Uh, uh, he's like a teacher at the Shaolin Institute in, mm -hmm. on Lancashire over there. And he's like, well, his teachers are like the real deal. So, I mean, from what you tell me, if he's instructing you, uh, this is this is probably someone you know from the old school. Yeah. You know, like w Wesley Snipes was involved in in his camp, like all kinds of old school shit. Damn. And here's this guy that came up to me and he said, "Look, I see what what, what are you trying to do here with the rope?" And I'm like, "Well, to be really honest, I'm just you know training to go train again, and I just want to learn the crossovers and some doubles and like all this little fancy stuff." And he's like, "Okay, give me that rope." And he does everything I've ever dreamt of. Oh, wow. He just does it. This older guy. He's probably like early 60s. And I'm like, am I like a karate kid movie? <laughs> you know, am I going to wax your car? Miyagi, dude. <laughs> I'm like, this is like the beginning of a cheesy Hollywood. Like, uh, you know? No, that's perfect. It's perfect for LA. You know? Man. And so he's been instructing me. Uh, and like, you know, uh, it expands to like the philosophy of life. Mm. You know, uh, intention, um, just be, uh, full awareness, but physically with every punch, with every block, mm. creating avenues, you know, just a, a slight movement opens up an avenue and all these possibilities. And um, he says, look, we, 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 we don't uh, we don't retreat. We attack. Mm. We only attack. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, man. And just like you, I'm like, man. I don't know kung fu now, and uh, but because it, it it you know 
it landed on my path. Like I'm, I'm big on like if it lands on my path. That's different. I kind of yeah. gotta say yes. I mean, if Kung Fu Joe fucking walked into my house and <laughs> said you want to learn Kung Fu, I'd be like, you know, I'm pretty sure this yeah. is on the right path. Like, I don't know how you got here or how you yeah. found my address, but like, I know, man. You know, Are you, you sure you're not the mailman? You know. Yeah. Okay. Have you watched Reservation Dogs? Uh, no, I haven't seen it's it. It's fucking cool. Yeah? Man. It's like takes place on a reservation. Okay. Which is like unique to, I think, shows and film. Like you don't really see that in television, you know? Right. Like, like, a, Native like a Native Ameri- reservation? Native American-like reservation. Okay. In like Oklahoma or something it's set right. in, you know? And it's kind of like portrayed as like like ghetto lifestyle or whatever in these the plot is like these kids are trying to like get out okay. of the res and like go to LA and like shit goes wrong and but one of the characters in it like get like a shaman appears right so it like ties into like native <laughs> history and it just reminds me of Kung Fu Joe because this fucking guy just appears but he's like eating funyuns and shit and you're like I don't know dude <laughs> you know, he's trying to give him advice but he's like I don't know dude but if someone appears in your life, like, that would be different, you know? That's crazy. You like, know? I started going to the gym after yeah. my wife was like, dude, like, you need to fuck, you're, like, turning 40 soon. Like, yeah. you need to, because, like, when I was younger, I, like, skated and right. walked and, it's like. All this, all this cardio you're not even aware this of. this shit, yeah. and it's like, yeah. now I'm, like, fucking, maybe, maybe paint a mural yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. and I was playing, well, here's the thing. I was playing regular, this, you'll like this. I was playing I always play basketball. Right. Like, just pick up ball, whatever. But not enough to, like, be like, oh, this is regular exercise, you know? But then I met... I basically, like, somehow joined a lesbian basketball league. Because they mistook you for a lesbian? (laughs) Like, Like, that's a handsome lesbian. It's a long story, but basically, (laughs) like, I I met this girl who happens to be gay and uh and she invited me to play basketball one night with like some friends you know and like i played or whatever and it was super (laughs) fun and also like i don't know i'm like a safe sensitive fucking guy and like sometimes when i and i'm not like puff chest and like want to fucking i'm competitive but not like to that level so like sometimes when i play pickup ball like at the court with like a bunch of dudes like it kind of, it's like a little triggering you know because i'm like ah this is like a little little too intense sometimes like too rough type too of shit. rough like yeah. too you know like ego know, like ego i'm gonna prove my shit, shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you know and so it was perfect because i was like i mean <laughs> y'all are balling hard as fuck yeah. you know but like you don't have like the fucking testosterone right. that like men have unfortunately you right. know so it's like it, it was like a great level of like like playing ability. And they were probably really good too. So yeah, that's what it kind of balances shit yeah, out was, a little bit. It yeah. was perfect, you right. know? And like, so like after like two years of doing that. <laughs> two years? Yeah, it was called wow. the WMB Gay. What? Um, that's amazing. Some politics started happening and like, <coughs> basically I got, I got booted. You, know? you got booted, yeah. I finally got booted. Did you have, you could have always said like, there's a part of you that identifies as. Well, yeah, I mean, but that would have been sneaky, maybe. Yeah, because it's you know it's, it's like, also not true. <laughs> it's like that white woman who pretended she was black. And right, I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, like, well, yeah how weird. Like, she was the head of NAACP yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. like geez. it's like I can't really you know. It's like if you accept me, that's cool. Right. 
But they opened the league up to like, just not just uh, lesbians or gay women. You know, they started opening up to just like more diverse, like right. uh, non-binary people or right. like you know male gay men and. It, you know, it just yeah. it was like that community and stuff. But That's good. Yeah. So I just kind of felt honored that I got two years in there. Yeah, you got to, um, you know? uh, what's the right word? You got to... Like, uh, I got to be an honorary lesbian. Exactly, yeah. Which was... I, I love that. I can die feeling like... I mean, for me, it's like being a safe man for women right. is super big for me. Right. You know? Yeah. And to be No able, shenanigans. Yeah, because if I'm interested in something, like, I'm married, you know what right. I mean? But even when I was, wasn't married, it's like, I know how to have, like, safe platonic relationships yep. with women. Very important. Not even finding necessary to flirt or cross lines or give off right. intentions or, like, whatever. Like, I pride myself on that. Right. Because my first spiritual experience in my life happened because, like, when I was in high school, I was, like, a fucking slutty, like, you know, like. Uh, just like <laughs> I was that guy, dude. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. down uh, for whatever. Let's I, go. Like cheated on my first girlfriend in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. You know, just shit yeah. like that. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I wasn't conscious then. Right. And like something happened to me one day. It's a long story, but like it was like my first moment where like I saw myself outside of myself. No shit. And I was like, oh, it was in Santa Barbara at like Playa Vista where all the party people are at. You know, but I saw this guy and I was like. Oh, like I, I'm like that guy. Mm. It's like I don't want to be that guy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the sl slimy playboy guy. Yeah, and yeah. like, I, and it's not like I was that bad, but point being is, I went down to the beach, fucking looked at the water, and I was like, God. Really? So you it saw like, the example, and it was like a, a yeah, just, some douche. Was a, was, yeah, and I'm like, man, I'm a little bit douchey too. I'll tell. Look, I'll yeah. have to tell you the story for yeah. reference. I'll make it fast, but yeah. I was living in Berkeley, and my neighbor, this female. Um, said she invited me to go she's our, our friend or whatever she invited me to go meet her sisters that went to uh, UC Santa Barbara right and she she also confided in me on the way down that like her boyfriend she doesn't trust and that like he's she thinks he's cheating on her and all this kind of stuff and Meanwhile, he's supposed to be like visiting his family back east oh shit I see so it that coming guy <laughs> Ends up being at Playa Vista. No shit. And we're walking down the street and she sees him. And also like, and Oof. I understand where she's coming from. Like, cause it's, it's easier said than done. But, and I don't, I don't blame her or judge her, but he, we see him or she's like, oh my God. And he's got his arm around like two girls. Wow. And, and he's supposed to be like visiting his family out visiting, of state. Exactly. Somewhere. And wow. then he sees her and then like walks towards her. She, picks her up, spins her around, you know, and she's laughing and I'm like, ah, oh. you know, like, she, so she was okay. She fell, she fell, she for, fell for his and, charm. And I, you know what I mean? Right. And like, so I, and I get it. Like yeah. I get all of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause um, at the end of the day, we just want to be loved, mm -hmm. you know? And then things of that nature where it's an obvious, I don't, dis I, I don't respect you. I'm, I'm just whatever getting out of you what I want to get out of you yeah. that is like well that doesn't agree with what I want so I'm just going to forgive that with the quickness and then I'm back in your arms again yeah. type shit yeah. and then that happens a lot yeah. unfortunately in our culture yeah. you know it so, happened to me actually as a little kid yeah 
I yeah, I was in the room when my mom cheated on my dad. <sighs> That's rough, man. You yeah, it was a club it? med in Morocco, and my dad was doing good business at the time, and he had to go back early, uh, back to Belgium. And uh, when you're a little kid, Club Med was a good system back then because there's like entertainment for the kids. Is it kind of like the Boys and Girls Club? Here? A little bit like that. And, you know, there's activities and, you know, it's a good way for kids to become friends with, with the other kids. And these are probably like, you know, uh, you know uh, young men and women in their early 20s that are working with like pre-teens or like, you know, young teens yeah. and like, you know... Kind of like you look up to these people, you know. Oh, that, that you know, his name was Manolo, and uh, so I'm like, I wake up in the little kid's bed in the room. It was like a film noir movie, you know, with mm -hmm. the blinds, mm -hmm. you know, the zebra stripes. And I'm like, oh, someone's hurt, huh? someone's hurting my mom. And I sit up, like not knowing what to do. I'm like eight years old, and I see it's Manolo that's hurting my mom. And then, and then, for some reason, because I probably didn't know what sex was even. Manolo was the the, the counselor, the guy the, that worked yeah, the, at the, Club the, Med. Uh, the, uh, the, the, yeah, the, kind of like the camp counselor. The camp counselor yeah, guy? at this Club Med. Oh shit! And it was Manolo, and I'm like, I remember like the the quick sequence of like, but I I, I really like Manolo. Ah, oh, that's a tough. And then it's like, oh, he's not hurting my mom. It seems like he's hurting my mom, but it's like my mom. And then I just. Something like snapped there, and I like just what the girlfriend did of the the story yeah. you told. I just went back to bed and like acted like it wasn't happening. Well, that's traumatizing. Very as traumatizing. A, as a young, yeah. yeah it took kid. a long time to look at that in therapy. Wow. Like, and by the way, my dad was doing the same thing because he came out of the kind of like prostitution business. He was uh, a pimp. Or uh, was he was. Yeah, he had brothel, but his mother was a pro my grandmother was a prostitute. And so I knew every once in a while he needed to party, like every couple of months. Party. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> every couple, every couple of months, he would disappear from Friday to Sunday, and then I'd have to deal with my mom, you know, crying and telling me way too much. Mm. You know? And then he'd come back in with a five o'clock shadow or like a ten o'clock shadow on on Sunday, and I'd want to fight him. So Damn. this happened after a lot of those moments already. So in my strange, twisted, traumatized mind, it was, well, I kind of see the balance in that. So it wasn't like, oh, what is mommy doing? It was, oh, what is mommy doing at first? But then it was like, well, I kind of see that there's like a, a flip to his actions there too. You know, there's mm. like a balance. Dang, that's a lot to... <laughs> yeah. Are we... Is every artist traumatized? For sure. Okay. Yeah. I think most... I mean, <laughs> I don't really know like anyone that doesn't have any something? trauma or like, you know, I, I, you know. Yeah. When I look well, around... maybe some people are like more well-adjusted. Yes. You know? Right. And some people... I, I, I don't know. I'll speak for myself. Like, I'm really sensitive. So for me, like, trauma can continue to exist in my life. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, it's there's periods in my life where like I was in the car thinking I was like, oh, I remember this one period where like I was like this, blind confidence, like da -da -da -da, you know, outgoing, da -da -da -da. and then like periods where I'm like more shut down and more right. subdued and stuff like that. And I think it's all related to trauma and like thought narratives and shit like that. Yeah. And, and like that survival situation. mechanism, like because yeah. I get like that too. You know, I know you had a, a big period. 
of, of like severe depression yeah. and you can't get up and like what's it all about and like you know probably some ex- existentialist OCD like what what does it matter anyway like if only I can make it to the shower tomorrow you know mm. like type of shit and um, yeah in, in a way there's honor in that because that's the dark side yeah you know and, and I think it's like you know if you're the graph of your life is just nice and even keel that's probably vanilla you know you know vanilla vanilla granola. Granola. <laughs> yeah, for sure <laughs> and so vanilla is like it's interesting but it's not interesting to me you know and I, and I when I meet anyone like and I've been wrong of course but when I sense that it's too vanilla, too safe, not a risk taker, no pain, then I'm like, yeah, that's very good for you. But I, I kind of feel like I may not be that interested in knowing you. You know what I'm saying? I absolutely relate 100%. Yeah. I mean, I remember like there's two sides to pain that have meaning and merit, you know? Mm. One is it fucking builds character. Yeah. <laughs> There's three. I'm going to give you three. <laughs> Two, it allowed me to be able to empathize. Right. Um, and have compassion and have meaningful relationships with people because I had to get support. Right. And then the third is that when you get through it, because you've been humbled you can help someone else. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. when you, you pass it forward, when, you become of service yeah. to others. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that's the gift in it. And I remember like, because my last depression went on for fucking, it was like a couple years. Mm. But there were the darkest moments I would just like, it's weird because like I never like wanted to kill myself. I think like my will to live is so strong because I know that underneath all this and beyond all this, there's like that grace that exists where like life is beautiful. Right. You know? So there's like always been enough mustard seed of faith to be like, somehow I'm going to get through this. Right. It's going to take a lot of work from a lot of different sources, you know, but I'm going to keep seeking solutions. Hmm. And I just remember this one time, going back to the service thing, is like, I, I remember, like, it was just another fucking day on the bathroom floor, you mm. know, in the shower, fetal position, just like praying, you know, just for relief. Right. And, and I, got, I, I got up and I went to my wife and, like, I just fucking bawled on her shoulder and mm. was just like, I really feel... God is a short word for me that I use to define something bigger than me. (laughs) Not a Christian God, but I'm just like, God gave me this so that I can be of service to someone who's going through it. Right. Like that simple. And then like right after that, like I went to this one therapy and then I went on this like bipolar medication and like, I don't know what did what or whatever, but I just one day just like started singing in the top of my lungs in the car. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. just the switch went off. What was and the therapy and what was the medication? The therapy <laughs> was called ISTDP. 
Intensive, short-term, psychodynamic. I've done it. You fucking done it, Doctor Krupen in Encino. Damn, you've done it with a video record you and everything. You're the only other person that I know. Dude, that shit is so fucking intense. Short-term, intensive psycho, psychodynamic therapy, therapy. and it's like Zen, which I like because you know at least my guy was like because I was getting ready to uh, ruminate and you know do the talk therapy thing, which I've done before. And he almost came knee to knee with me. Yeah. And he said, how do you feel about my eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. probably the Not the same, but similar. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, totally fine. And so, and, and I didn't know, but my, my hands were balling up into a fist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was also sitting on my own hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, what do you account for your hands right now? Yeah. And I'm like, huh? Oh, oh, oh no, I'm fine. Yeah. No, I, I feel good about your eyes. Your, your eyes are fine. And looking away, couldn't hold, uh, yep. you know, eye-to-eye contact. Yep. And that was the beginning of a long journey with him. Wow. That's great You're the stuff. only other person I met that's I get little goosebumps. That's amazing, wow. dude. Yeah. It, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, my, my doctor, had my psychiatrist recommended it for a long time. Wow. But during that time, like, I, I, I was financially, like, I was already paying for so much shit. It's you know, it's like, you get older, right? dude. Studio rent, rent in Los Feliz, yeah. car, yeah. internet, yeah. Dude, dude, insurance. It's just yeah. like everything just Date stacks night. up. You're like, wait, yeah. when? I remember when I used to live in a fucking like three bedroom house with like 12 people. Oh, on, yeah. You know what I've I mean? I've been there like, too, yeah. Dude, and you're like, we're fine. I'm just like, whatever. But, anyways, like I couldn't afford it, you know, because it, it's, it's, most of the people she suggested were like 500, 600, because it's a really yeah. specialized field. It really know? is, yeah. And finally, one day, she's like, I found this guy who was studied under, like, Dr. Wolf, who's, like, really good, and, like, he's just starting his practice, and he'll t- he's taking patients for 150 you know? And I was like, okay, I could do that. Yeah. And Dr. Ara Darajakian, I think is Wow, his name is. Yeah. amazing. In, like, Pasadena. But, yeah, I, I never experienced therapy like that. Like, yeah. I got in there, and it wasn't the eye thing, but, like, I think he was just like, what's going on kind of right. thing. But what's going on now? Right now, yeah. What's, what's happening? And I like, was like cause do you telling you? him a really painful thing and smiling. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, why are you smiling when you're describing such a painful thing? Yeah. You know? and, and, it was the, and then the hand gestures. And, the right. eye, and, then, yep. and there was this moment with him, like three sessions in, where, because they, they really like. To the point really cut into you and, and yep. look at your defense mechanisms yep. and they point them out, which makes you feel really self-conscious. Yep. And then it's confusing, mm. right? You're like confused. You're like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Is this wrong? Am I doing it? You know? And, um, I had this moment, man, where like, he was asking me like, how do you feel about me? Yeah. And I was like, you're fine. Like, how do you feel about me asking these questions? Right. And Who I'm like, pops up? It's okay. Like you're right. just you're the doctor. Yeah. And he's like, how do you really? Feel? And I, he just kept going. Yep. And all of a sudden, dude, like, I was like staring at him, mm. but like, everything went blurry, mm. and I couldn't hear anything. Wow. And he's like, are you experiencing tunnel vision right now? I was like, yes. Wow. Is your audible like shit going? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you're experiencing really intense anxiety right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, what the wow. fuck? Yeah, it's it's intense. And then did you make because my thing was anger against my uh, father, which was the first big 
kind of like gatekeeper to my actual pain, mm. but it was actually at my mother, obviously, mm. you know? And so I blamed everything on my dad. And uh, so, the, you know, we like, he, the, the therapist then said, well, let's, like, how do you really feel? And then I saw a flash of my dad, you know, I kind of projected overlaid like in, in, in Photoshop terms, yeah. terms, you know, like the uh, multiply, multiply yeah. right? my favorite feature, yeah. good feature yeah. onto his face. And then I felt pressed and then I felt the dominance. And then, you know, I started shutting down and then yeah, he's like, yeah. no, 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 no. It, within the safe space yeah. of, of, of the therapy, you know, we're here together. We're climbing mountains. Like just to, how do you feel? Feel it. Feel it. Feel yeah. It, feel it. And then, like, he'd be, like, almost uncomfortably close, like, really looking at it, like, with a magnifying glass wow. almost. And I'm, I wanted to say, get the fuck off me. Yeah. What kind of weird shit is this? But then after some trust was built, uh, we got in there. And then we had to give that anger a shape. And it was, like, some green, slimy ogre with his back on the ceiling, like, ready to fucking strike. And then we had, like, many sessions where that guy, that monster anger shape did strike and destroyed everything damn and that's the first time i honestly felt that anger towards first my dad and then my own mother which is like that's sacrilege i don't want to feel that for my mom so that's the point right? right like that's the point of the therapy is like to get you to feel and live out the fantasy even. I don't yep. know if he did fantasy work with you, but yeah. I did. A, I saw another therapist after him because I, I tried to go back and he was booked and then I found this other guy. But he would like have me, he put me in these like, I'd give him an example of a situation between me and a loved one, you know? Right. And then he'd be like, so what would you do to them? Right. You know? uh, and I'm I like, got, I, got, I yeah. would do nothing to them. Yeah. You know? And it's like, no, if you, it's a hypothetical situation. Within the safe you know? space of the therapy yeah, it's the same space, yeah, yeah. What, what would you do? You know, yeah. and like, I, you know, and, and it's like, I have a hard time accessing anger. Right. It's a really uncomfortable emotion for me. And I noticed that depression is on the flip side of anger. Exactly. It's anger in the wrong column. Yeah. As th these guys It's anger say. in reverse, you know, right. or on the flip side of the coin. And so like a lot of times it's like me not being able to access my anger, like turns into depression. Yeah. Right? And, like, and, and that's what I found out too, because he very skillfully explained, you know, all these feelings. And he always said, your feelings are yours. And I'm like, huh, my feelings are mine. So slowly, I started expressing that there was anger there. There was not only anger was there; it was a reservoir of anger. Mm. And I always got confused about anger because we all feel like we're not supposed to have it, yeah. especially against those that gave birth to us. Yeah. And like you know, we're our caregivers, no matter what they did. You know, it's like unnatural. Yeah. But then he said, "It's just anger, is assertiveness, but in the wrong column. Mm. And and you are you are paying for the crimes." the thought and feeling crimes you've committed against your parents. Mm. So therefore, all your anxiety, all your OCD, all your self-loathing and all your depression stuff, it's just you paying for having had those thoughts about your parents. And I'm like, huh? Dang. Wow. And that started That's clicking big. for me too. That's big. That's yeah. big, right? And I'm like, yeah. wow, that makes sense. So wait, anger is just assertiveness? It doesn't have to be a bad thing? And, and he's like, yeah, yeah. no, precisely. Right. Yeah, it, that, that's what this last therapist was trying to get across, too, because he was like, 
anger is a natural emotion. You know? Yeah. Like I remember the first time as an adult, I, yeah, it was like the first time like I really cried as an adult. And this was like seven years ago or something like that. Right. And I was like writing um, a resentment inventory mm. on, and it was my dad. It was like on my dad or whatever. And I'm like writing, writing. And then all of a sudden I had this like, because like I was trying to access anger and resentment. And like I was having trouble just like you it's like I'm not supposed to be like yeah. you know what I mean how ungrateful and then I'm like oh well he was kind of like this like it wasn't like that deep you right. know and then I said and then it started flowing and then I like ran into my kitchen because I knew I had this box of photographs and so I'm like in this anger in these resentments like feeling them and then I run to my kitchen I open this box and I see Picture of my dad when he's a kid. Mm. Picture of my mom when he's a man emotional right now. Seeing them as kids, you know what I mean? And um, and I just fucking lost it. It was like the first time I fucking really allowed myself to cry. And I remember at the time I like called a mentor of mine and was like, "Hey, like, you know, I just I'm crying." And he's like, "Yeah, dude." That's like the natural way to release. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Welcome it's to being a full human being. Built in the system. You know? It's in the hardware. And yeah. I was like, fuck, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's deep. And then I made amends to my dad at some point and asked him about his childhood. Yeah. And it fucking put everything into perspective, yep. dude. Very important to do, like to, to know the biography of, to of do those that. that, you know, w willingly or unknowingly cause trauma in your own life. Like, you know, to seek understanding, you got to kind of, kind of like become a biographer for a second. Yeah. Like, well, what was it like for them? And you probably ran into some crazy shit. Yeah, because we don't consider it. Because we're we like, first it. of all, we're like, they've been adults their whole life. They right. were never a child. Exactly. <laughs> they came never, out with a mustache. You never <laughs> saw them like that, right? <laughs> so you're like, oh, shit. <coughs> it's like, I look at pictures of my dad. He, like, um, sent me all these photos that I don't even know how my dad did it. He's like 75, 76, maybe 77. Right. He's, like, got all his shit up on Google Drive or whatever. And yeah, they yeah. were, like, from slides. Yeah. Wow. And it's like, he, he like went with my mom when they were first together or the first couple of years together. They went to Europe and Morocco and all these places. And like when they were in Europe, they like bought a VW bus nice, and converted it with, with a bed. So like they like, they did the thing, did the yeah. thing you know, yeah. and like we're out there. So I have all these amazing pictures and I'm like looking at, I'm like, damn, we were like, well, I, he was a little younger then, but not too off in age, you know, and I'm looking at the sky, I'm like, yeah, that was, yeah, I was traveling too, like, yeah, uh, you know, it's crazy, but, but anyway, it's like, back to my dad when he was a kid, it was like, I found out, here's the thing, right, there's two, there's two possibilities that can happen in parenthood, I'm not a parent, I don't really know, but this seems like the outcomes, it's like, you either repeat the behavior right. that you were taught, or... You're always going to repeat some sort of behavior because you're fucking human, you know? Right. Or you're going to break a link in the chain, you know? Right. And, like, what I found out from my dad is his father was, like, real hard, you know? Mm. 
cool fucking dude, but fucking cowboy hard. Yeah. He's a Jewish cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But he... That brings you... I'm already thinking of your work, the cowboy <laughs> yeah. theme yeah. in your work. We'll, we'll, we'll the get patriarchy, back to yeah. yeah. We'll finish this story yeah. and we can move on to art. But yeah, so my dad said like... And he was really close to his mom because my, my, my grandpa at the time was like in the war and like all that shit. And, uh, and, and so he would, call, he would call my dad like a sissy boy and a mama's mm. boy. And he, he never told him he loved him, never mm. hugged him. Never, That's those, yeah. No love at all and teased him, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he said he, he didn't even let my grandpa meet us until we were seven, you know, because wow. he, he resented him so bad. But and he, also probably to protect you guys protect, from that yeah, kind yeah. of he like harshness. Yeah. yeah, he didn't want it. Right. And he said, "You're not going to meet my kids." Mm. And and so my dad is a baby boomer, and he would kiss us on the lips like yeah. a fucking Italian yeah. fucking mafia yeah. guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. very European. Yeah, very yeah. non-American yeah, yeah, from yeah, that yeah. generation yeah. at all, you know? Yeah. Um, so once you know, once I heard that story and. And saw, like, my dad, yeah, like, it was confusing because he'd behave in one way and then in another right. way. But he fucking gave us love when he could and, and yeah. the way he knew how to do it. Right. And in yeah, he did his touch best. and kiss yeah. and, yeah, like, yeah. that's fucking yeah. big. That, man. for him to do that was already breaking that cycle. Yeah. And that took him probably not everything that he had, but a lot. Oh, yeah. You know? And then, yeah, that, yeah that's, and, and just to know that in your heart, it's like, yeah. oh, wait, that's different. It softens Because now I can feel a little bit better about my own yeah. um, kind of experience with him and where he may be, where I needed certain things that weren't, I didn't get because maybe he didn't have the ear to listen or yeah. to look for it because he's, all, he's, he's at, at the most basic level, which is just like, you know, I got to break the cycle of, you know, insulting my kids and, and not giving them and, and, and showing them love. Yeah. That's already a massive hurdle. That's like climbing Huge, a pyramid yeah. for him. Yeah. You no, know, totally. And he did. The big link. Right. The big breakage of the link. So. It's crazy, man. Yeah. That, like, that, I don't think I'm going to have kids. I don't know about you. I, I don't think I'm going to have kids. You're not going to have kids, yeah. 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 Not, not necessarily for those reasons. Uh, I mean, never say never, you know. Um... But like I'm not, it's not on my to-do list or anything. Yeah. yeah. Everyone back home, I was just uh, in Europe. They all got two and a half kids. You know, just like yeah. what what happens there. And I'm like, wow, this is something. You, th else. you think it's more European? Or it, it's just um, it's a different system, you know. Uh, so it's on a, a way of life kind of thing. It's that vanilla we talked about. It's just the graph is everyone kind of is like on the even keel. Yeah. Um, with uh with career property marriage kids uh there's a lot of social things there yeah. so anyone can just have that without a lot of sacrifice and i feel like here you know i mean just friends that have kids just to get on track for for the right college that starts at uh pre-k you gotta yeah. drop 10 g's yeah. just to be on track track for the right kindergarten then the elementary then the middle school then the high school and then it's one of the nicer schools if you if you can you know afford it it's like you either have to be like really well off to have a family yeah. in america or really fucking poor 
To where you can just fucking yeah collect, <laughs> you know, collect I mean? on that shit, collect you know? on that shit. But yeah. LA, like you know, it's it and it, it would be such a stress. Oh yeah, you know, to deal with that shit. Like that's why we got the dog, dude. Yeah, the dog is fantastic. That we started with plants. Yeah. A wise man once told me, <laughs> plants, pet, kids. Exactly. You know? yeah. In that yeah. order. Yeah. You know? There's hope. The dog's already she's well enough. taken care of. She's enough for Custom me. leash. My wife's like, let's get another. I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> no. One, a dog is already a lot. Yeah. To be honest. Which would insult a parent of a human. Of course. They always get I see him cringing already. And I'm like, yeah, but, uh, yeah. But just a dog, you can't really travel freely. Most hotels, no. you got to pay extra. Yeah. It's a, you know, you can't leave it, the, the dog in a room. You, no. you know, like, it's, it's, it, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. You know, it's a family member. Yeah. I, yeah. I love this dog, you know. <laughs> I, I really absolutely love her, even though I feel like a stepdad. Yeah, yeah. We got her together, yeah. my wife and I. But she's bonded with my wife. Right, right, right. Is she, is, does your wife, is she the one that feeds the dog? I mean, she's more consistent with feeding That's her. That's why. Eh, it started the, the, from the gate, dude. Yeah? Like, it was just like an instant thing. Okay. Know? But yeah, I mean, no, I give her treats all the time and shit. And yeah, I should probably feed her Dogs more. Dogs are but the best things. Yeah, I mean, the point is, is like, I have this dog. I love her to death. But yeah, it's just like the little things you... Like when I'm not with her, you know, I'm just like, Bree. yeah, you know, it's you just know like this it. little yeah, shit. Like, and like oh. when I'm with her, I'm like in the car. She's like, yeah, she's too small to like sit on the right. the seat, so she has to like sit on me. And then she's all over the place, and yeah. then she's up here, and then yeah. she's down hair, here. Is she a shitter? Fucking hair all she's over a shedder, the cars, yeah. yeah, all over everything. Yeah, whatever. I love yeah. her. It's worth a hundred percent of it, you know. But yeah, point is, is like. Yeah, but families I mean, in the U.S., kid. especially in L.A., oh, tricky yeah. stuff. Because uh, you want, you see that path and, you know, it's you want to be able to give the best of everything. But the best of everything is going to take everything. You yeah, know? I see. What I mean, I'm not like, a millionaire. I don't know yeah. about you. No, no, uh, no. You know, if I was a millionaire, hey, it'd be on the list probably. Yeah. You know, but that's about what it's going to take to give a good life and also to be able to spend time. You know, my dad was never really around. My parents were, were never really around. I don't like that. I don't want to be that guy either. Like, oh, no, I got to go paint somewhere. Or I got to go on a trip or this or that or a studio or, you know, like I, I really fully want to enjoy and have yeah, my have business managed. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll show up and do the little, you know, the little shepherd fairy thing, <laughs> you know, paint on the lift, take a photo. go back. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a good thing. <laughs> no, know? for sure. And my wife feels the same way. Yeah. You know? It's like, she recognizes it. I think I would assume it's hard, It's harder for women, you know, to right. make that decision. But yeah. she's embraced it. And she's good with kids when she's with them, like loves them. And she's like, that was enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Enough, when yeah. she leaves, she's like. Yeah. I don't want to live in this movie. That was yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my motive to have a kid would be to have like. Whenever I think about it, the, the, the possibility of like, oh, that would be nice, is like this moment where I have this daughter and she's forever six years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's saying, Daddy, Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's... Yeah. It's fully and dependent on want, you. I don't want the rest of yeah. it. You know? Well, maybe they'll, they'll make a bot pretty soon with, with, <laughs> a, with a nice operating system that will give you that feeling. Yeah, and, yeah. and it'll be so real that uh, there'll be a corresponding you know, uh, chip on your lenses that you'll wear or whatever. To where it's like, man, this is not, this is for real. 
And you get that sensation. Probably. It's Perhaps. probably already happening in Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm, uh, I'm glad we got to talk about all that. Yeah. For sure. That's but like, important. You are a champion, man. Like, thank you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just just a second ago we were talking about uh, two colors. <laughs> yeah, two, two colors, colors is insane to two a guy colors. like me. Yeah, two colors are nuts. I think it's two colors with the right material. Uh, in your case, the material choice, like maybe like the dry versus the wet. Sure. Texture, right? And flat and yeah. Earth tone with with a with a with a fluorescent. Well, it's got to be a neutral with a pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my signature yeah. go-to. Because black and white, there's a lot of black and white people, yeah. which is I, who doesn't love black and white? Yeah. But that's just not enough anymore. Yeah. I feel. I am. I think I was influenced by no. If she hears this, she's gonna take a hundred percent credit for it. So I'll just give it to her. She influenced me a lot, uh, just in her like taste level and design sensibility. I think uh, when I met her, like even what I wear, or I started. Oh, you talking about your wife? Yeah, it started yeah. with what I was wearing. What's yeah? her name? Mel. Good. Me, now, now we all know. Melanie. Yeah. Me, is she French? Uh, French Canadian, yeah. French Quebecois. She uh, she she grew up in a little mining town in northern Ontario. Wow, yeah. Like it snowed like year round. You know what I mean? Right. Like a tundra. Uh, Shania Twain is from there, and no shit. It, that makes that town like there's literally like a billboard Statues of and Shania shit. Twain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, she grew up speaking French. She went to French school, but then like. I don't remember, like fifth grade or something. She went uh, to English, and um, so she doesn't have an accent or anything. Right, accents are. Fun. I get an accent. I would have loved. Yeah, I was like, just pretend you have an accent. Accent is good for sexy. business. Yeah, <laughs> my friend. Uh, I cannot business. paint in any other color but the the, the, the beige. Uh, I am in my beige period. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that is it. I will not negotiate. You put the envelope there. I will open it. Is that I your real to. accent? Yeah. I think that's your real. Imagine if that was the rest is you just trying. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the real me. That's the real you. But no, yeah, that'd be dude, hilarious. But, like it started with um, yeah, it just like it was a reduction and a decluttering of a confusion for me of like, should I wear this tie dye shirt with these like fucking Reeboks or I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just uh, I just think maybe I was like more. It's just a period. I think what we're talking about is periods. Yeah, yeah. 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 This isn't de definitive. These right. are just periods. People go through periods. Right. And the period I'm entering, it's hard for me. But like right now, right now, I'm entering like a completely neutral space. You yeah, know? minimalist. Completely neutral, yeah. you know? Black, and, white, and a tan. Yeah. Yeah. And, and white may be less. It's not white. Yeah. It's off-white. It's off-white. <laughs> Bone. Bone white. Bone is good. <laughs> yeah, cream. <laughs> Topes, beiges, yeah, pewter. Not even black, black. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, just yeah. a little yeah. charcoal black. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. no true black. Oh, especially in like graphic design. Right. Like, don't a little enzyme black. Yeah, yeah, just you know. So, yeah, these are just. It's interesting because like I still like I just build a new website that's more. I saw it, Reflective man. of my Fucking identity. Bananas. Thank you. And, and I still like I. 
I had no pop on it. And then, like, I threw the pop on at the last minute. Because I was like, oh, what I was the have pop? a little pop. Like, on my home screen, I have these price stickers. Yeah. That also act as links to, yeah. like, Different and then there's like second. a circular like moon or a planet or something. What it's actually it? like a concrete texture. Oh, it's a concrete that texture. I, it's circular. I, I contrasted. Right. So you know it was like a texture, concrete wall, and I contrasted it so much so that like the the white became the the darks became you know darker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's yeah. again. It's and like my new my new shit. I, I I'm know. Like, I am now a texture. That's like oh man, Prince I, the symbol. Yeah. It's it's yeah. <laughs> know me as a texture. I have no logo. <laughs> Formerly known as now <laughs> yeah. gravel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just because I'm also like I do everything myself type of guy also. Yeah. So I know you're what, busy, dude. When, you, when I when I see, I see you up <laughs> everywhere, dude. Like I've never see, you're just everywhere. Like more than fucking Verizon commercials, like it's, ads. You're like fucking. Everywhere. Yeah, I, I like to stay busy. Yeah. yeah. What else are we gonna do, right? I mean, you're right. Yeah. But That's I cool. see what like because I I'll see like people's I'm, and your presentation is like fucking. It's the best. It's Thank always you. been the best. You and Rabbi also. It's like man. Thank it's you. just, it's, it's like a quarter million dollars presentation, right? That like, uh, or more when, when brands pay for it through advertising uh, agencies or whatever, but you guys are doing it and, and you feel it. And it's, it's been like that with you, both you guys yeah. uh, from the circle days and now, and I just checked the website and I'm like, I just know that drop shadow on every uh, painting, right? You can just do a twenty-five percent feather, <laughs> yeah. right? And and you know, and and maybe the background. If you're really going the distance, you know, you cut out the painting, put it on a, 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 a let's say an, a twelve percent gray. If you really want to take it there, you'll put a little vignette on it, <laughs> yeah. right? Ever so slightly, so it, it gives some dimensional <laughs> feeling. Yeah, yeah. And then you put that drop shadow yeah. next to the painting, but yeah. you did a double one. <laughs> but it's such a good one. That it almost I had me too. I can't believe you fucking noticed that, dude. That's <laughs> I noticed insane. it all, man. OCD. So it's funny because... It's delicious, That man. reality, a real drop shadow, gave me the inspiration to do a double drop shadow. Yep. Because what happened is, like, I have one little small wall, because I have, like, a mural on one wall, and, like, whatever. I got this one small wall, and, like... At the studio? At the studio, right. like, to shoot anything, right. man. And... I never shoot anything flat because like pieces can't fit on the wall or whatever. Right. So I was like leaning against the wall and take a picture of yep. it. And like I was going through those initial pictures I took and I saw the shadow and most of my work is deep, you know? And I was like, Oh, this, like, look, look, look at the, the turquoise painting. Oh, yeah. There's a double shadow. Exactly. There's a fucking triple shadow depending triple on the shadow. light. Yeah. Yep. And the depth and stuff. But it's just it's just reality. But that's reality, yeah. you know, it's not a single shadow. And it's, then the and then of course the the initial shadow is a little darker than the second shadow exactly. and so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's little things like that. Man, but I see that and I'm such a fan of like presentation yeah and, and i'm like man I, I should spend so much more time on my own presentation but the way you've done it it's like okay this is this is all it, it looks very luxurious yeah. it looks finished it looks cared for from the materials to the color palette to the end presentation on the website and i'm like this this is this is how you do it you know there's probably not a better way to do it than this 
I really appreciate that. That's just the way it is. Thank you. Yeah, it's not even an opinion. I I do. Like, the irony of all this is I'm looking for a job. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, literally, I'm looking for a job right now. You know, that's the reality. Right. And, and that's why I said maybe the topic could be surrender, you know? Like, and I'm, the reason I'm looking for a job is not for permanence, is because I, I need reliable income right now, right. you know? And, like, for various reasons, pivoting in my career, you know, like, being in one genre and moving to a next, like, I don't have the connections and opportunities that I once had, you know? Right. So, like, in a sense, I'm starting over. Um but the problem is, is when I started from nothing, like Circle, we lived at Rabbi's fucking Section 8 housing unit right. with fucking Torah, his sister, Devin, yeah. Rabbi, and fucking Torah's dog, yeah. Toby, in a one bedroom, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like Circle was made from there, right. you know? And But I didn't have anything yeah. yet. And I didn't have any bills, and I didn't right. have any overhead. The rent was $150 a month. That's dude. insane. Yeah. Like, we, I don't even, like, one, Devin, like, paid the bills by working at fucking Johnny Rocket Burgers, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. He was, like, the only one that had a job, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and enough to pay the rent. We yeah. ate fucking spaghetti. Like, yeah. Rabbi made spaghetti. It was the first time I ever knew that or learned that you put sugar in it, and that's what makes oh, it yeah? so you good. Oh, yeah? He put sugar in his sauce? Oh, that's, that's what he did. Wow, yeah, and amazing. I was like, because I was like, your spaghetti tastes really yeah. good for, like, fucking ragged yeah, spaghetti. There's two Twix in there and, and a couple of, <laughs> yeah, couple of Skittles. Some Oreo cookies. <laughs> yeah, so, you know what I mean? Like, so, I'm starting over, but it, it was important to me in the direction that I want to go to to present it in a way that reflects, like, yeah, you know I'm matured. I'm older. My taste is more refined. And right. Like, yeah, I, I know. I hear what you're saying. My uh, there's a challenge we have here living in LA, because there's, in my guesstimation, a hundred and I would say a hundred thousand, three million dollar homes and up. Right. It's crazy. That's that's where we are, and for some reason I've sold to like, maybe five of those houses. Yeah. You know, which makes me very optimistic, but at the same time, also like, what, what's really going on? Yeah, that's a really good point. You man. know what I mean? And yeah. so we need someone, because we're in a very difficult situation. You know, if let's say you're a great musician, great. There's a system there. You know, you get signed. There's yeah. distribution. There's yeah. product. There's yeah. tours. There's merch. Right. In our case, you can be a champion. And, you know, you've developed your style, you've developed your process, you're doing the paintings, you're doing the product, you're doing uh, uh, the murals, whatever it is that that the concentrations are. And then, you know, we're supposed to feel like, oh, well, we're going to be, you know, Shepard Fairey. Pretty soon now. Yeah. I mean, you know, (laughs) half of these motherfuckers are better than him, you know, like, honestly. No, yeah. And so, but it's like... There, there's no management, there's no uh, distribution, there's no yeah. tour, there's no nothing. Yeah. And I feel for all of us, and I also feel for myself, yeah. that there is a big thing missing. Yeah. And um, I, I'm trying to crack that code myself. That's interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it's like really on topic right now because yeah. like... I've been need I need I've been needing help, you know what yeah. I mean? Like financially I'm in a really tough spot, you know? And like the last uh job I did was in May. Yeah. And Way like, too long ago. I used to 
you know, like circle days when we were like peaking, it was like, dude, every month we're in fucking yeah. another country or something. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. That was also a different time. Yeah. And we came in at a very top, good time. You guys very came good in time, in. you know, what was that? I would say, I remember you guys popped up probably like 2012, I would tw- say. Tw- yeah. Well, yeah. we started it in 2010. Right. And then, yeah, by, by 2012, like yeah. shit was starting to pop off. For yeah. Sure. But so that, that was like time, like good timing and luck and, yeah. and cu- culture and was moving in a particular way yeah. and like all that kind of shit. Pre-Instagram. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It was just like, it it's was fresh pretty, it was and pretty it's going to catch and on. pretty yeah. raw. And of course, it was like, they're Shepherd Fairy. Right. And that's it. Right. So you're like, I'm like, okay. Like, I, I come from like, my first and only real job I ever had besides the car wash, like in high school, was like art directing for a clothing company. Right. And that's how I ended up in LA, which was a, a whole long story. Yeah, because where, where are you from again? I grew up in Seattle, and Seattle, then I shit. I grew up in Bellevue, which is next to Seattle, Washington but, State. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like in Berkeley, like again, like I was making music, right, and making art, and like I got for my bar mitzvah when I was you know thirteen. Like my grandpa gave me a thousand dollars to Microsoft stock. Nice. Yeah. You still have that stock? No. God damn it. You and then it. it doubled, tripled, quadrupled or whatever because that was a long time ago. And uh, and so I don't know. By the time like it changed and morphed or whatever, like I had like eight grand or yeah. ten, something like that. But it was, you know, a lot when I yeah. had nothing. So like I cashed it in when I was living in Berkeley and I bought a screen printing press no and shit. then just like covered rent and expenses for like a while. Right. But yeah, I had this press and I was like, making i wanted to make a line and i was really inspired by lrg mm. that's a research that was group. the first time i saw like it was like skateboard culture and hip-hop culture right. colliding yeah. with like good design yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. like everything you know it was like i remember yeah the yeah. era it was like right. perfect and i was like this brand and the art and everything right. it was like i was so into it dude uh-huh. and the palette and then like the the browns and the oranges and the stuff. giraffe, and the giraffe. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck's these? Who's giraffes? the guy, Jonas from Costa Mesa or something? What's his name? Jonas. That's the guy that founded it. Is it the? There's two dudes. Yeah. One of them passed away. Oh shit! I didn't know. Yeah, I think he died of drugs. In any case, yeah, I remember that exact time. Yeah. Yeah, and so that era, and and so like around, it was like, that was like 2001, when LRG I think first kind of came on the scene. But, um, so yeah, I was like inspired by all that stuff and I was like, I want to make my own line, you know? And this was probably like 2002 or three. Right. And I was living in Berkeley at the time and in a house with seven people or whatever. And I like got the press and like inspired by LRG. I made this line called try mm. T R Y the reason why, you know, right, right. And it was like, Good. I also use like a little tricycle, like tricycle yeah. and it was all like right. a cycle of like, you know, it was like right. very inspired by or whatever. Yeah. And like. So I'm like making this shit and, and to get by at those times, like I like would make flyers and like hand paint t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Like well, airbrush? No, like stencil, like not even like, like, <coughs> you know, I, I, I'm blanking on the word, not encaustic, but you know, it's like those thick paint strokes with like m- multiple colors on it. Yeah, you dip your paint. And Oh, like the texture paint? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, uh, like textile a, paint. Like a, yeah. Right. So, uh, or plastisol. Yeah, it was like that. Right, so right. he he would have like a 
a screen print of, my, of Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or something, and then I'd come on and like just paint on it. You know, <laughs> so it looked like the whole thing's hand painted. Yeah. And this guy that I worked for, I would make flyers for his store and like hand paint these shirts. He had like whatever, like a I don't know. I guess the term was like urban before streetwear. You know, was the term like right. clothing store called Bay Sick. and like he was this fucking israeli fucking jew you know like amazing like perfect stereotypical guy and like uh how much you want for it yeah yeah, and he was just like lacing up all of oakland like everyone would come rappers would come like and these tees were like down to your knee and shit but everything he had in the store was either bootleg that he would get in la He'd come to LA like once a month, pick up fake rockwear. This is when like velour jumpsuits, right? Yeah, like, yeah, all yeah. That shit the rockwear suits, academics, academics, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all mecca, Enichi. yeah, all of that shit, yeah, dude. Yeah. Mecca man. Everything yeah. in the store was bootleg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had one real account, and it was LRG. It was like his yeah. only real account, and that like solidified the rest. Like if this yeah, is real, yeah, the rest must yeah. be real. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, I was like doing shit like that, but I was like making this line and. um he like came to my house one day and saw the line. He's like, damn, dude, this shit's fucking cool. Like we should fucking make a line together, Mm. you know, like I'll invest in you and all this shit. And I was like, fuck yeah. And so he like moved me into his like really nice fucking loft in San Francisco downtown. I like got out of my like shitty. I lived in the fucking laundry room with Devin. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And and, and he uh, like financed it and produced it. And like, yeah. He was on the way to do that. So he's like, okay, I'm going to close the store. I'm going to just fucking sell, sell, sell a bunch of shit. And like, he had this whiteboard in his house with like $750,000 mark. And and like, you know, he's like trying to get to the $750,000 mark or whatever. So like, meanwhile, I'm just like designing shit on the computer. And he like, oh, the, the, cutscene like he got one other real brand and it was called five four i, I remember five four you remember five yeah. four I, it's funny because this is a big parallel for us yeah, yeah uh i also uh i had a line in 2001 what's called, it called called 614 that sounds familiar yeah we were in like at 120 stores but it started off with uh kelly kleinman also a funny jew uh, he had a store at 614 Santa Monica Boulevard by the Promenade. Okay. And uh, I'll have to show you. The, I have found the catalog. I would love to see this. Right, let me grab it real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. you keep talking. <laughs> All right. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, go. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So he got he gets this line five four in. I'm like, oh, this is like kind of cool or whatever. So meanwhile, I'm at his apartment. One day, oh, we get all the fucking. Uh, oh, cool. So yeah, that's, dude, that's I swear I remember this. That's dude. 2002. Oh, so yeah. we started off with t-shirts, and then we had a deal and with Rockus Records. There, yeah. Uh, Rockus Records. So we yeah, uh, deal Rockus. Yeah, so Rockus was the shit. We put promo tapes, and I designed all that shit. That's amazing. That's all my fucking. Dude. And we had we, then we had a hookup in uh, Hong Kong. This Some, is in such good condition. It's fantastic. I got all the samples upstairs. Dude, that's so This is made in the cool. Levi's factory in oh, Hong Kong. Oh my god, dude. Imagine that. We have a similar past. Man. How crazy is that? That's so cool. Oh yeah, the bucket hat. The bucket hat was dope. Yeah, this is yeah. 2002. Yeah. Look at the details. Yeah, Little, no. It's, look, it's at that, look at that zipper. 
Looks sick, right? Patchwork and shit. Oh yeah. This is all running gun. Pretty hard. Pretty hard, right? Damn, in the grow room. No, yeah, well, that's in the botanical garden in UCLA. I snuck uh, in there with okay. Omni. That's my friend Omni. And these Dude, were all graphic. Yeah, we have a really similar path, man. Wow. So is this is exactly the same time. Flores? No, that's me. Oh, yeah. That's before too, yeah. I knew that Dave was oh, also was outlining. Also I was just tracing way. shit. Oh, okay. But no. no oh, yeah, because it was Vector era. Yeah. You were like, ah, oh, Illustrator. And I was using this program called Streamline. Oh. Remember that? So I'm no, like, that that, that makes that. it easier so I don't have to do the pen tool. Oh, really? I never told uh, Flores about it. Look, and that's the packaging. See, raucous tape. A stencil Damn, wrapped dude. and it came in this anti-static shielding yeah, bag. Yeah, I love the anti-static shielding bag. I just used that as <laughs> a project. Yeah, you were ahead of your time with that. Man, long time. No, that's, that. yeah, because I thought I thought of that. Yeah, yeah. I think I probably thought of that because our thing was like, look, we want the product to get there without negative energy was the spiel. Uh, so that was it. Dude, yeah. yeah, so we came up on the same shit. Crazy. Same teachers. I just love the overlap, Same man. musicians. Same therapy. Yeah, yeah, all of it. <laughs> Who are you, man? Fuck, that's cool. That's really impressive, man. It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. It still have, looks good. To have that. It does, yeah. My dream is to like start a company uh, probably with someone like you. And because all these collaborations that, that uh, guys like us do and girls like us do, uh, it's fun and it benefits the brand and it, it makes us look good on the timeline for yeah. a second. You know, we got some product out, it, it drops this, that, or these locations. And then the relationship kind of ends, mm -hmm. which to me is a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I think for the brand, right, if they're making stuff already anyway and they're doing this like capsule with one of us. That's fun, and I get it's an event, you know, it, it stands out the rest of the collection or draws attention in a different way yeah. to the main collection. But the way I feel is that why not start a division if you have a cool brand, you, your shit is streamlined, you're in 500 stores, let's say. There's a lot of those brands, that's not even impressive yeah. anymore. And just start a division with two guys like us, you know, and we work on cool stuff with all our friends. We yeah. pull in all, all, all our friends from all over the world yeah, and like, we do capsules under that yeah, division. Yeah. No, I get you, yeah. It's like, it's like the Vans has like their vault project or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. a little bit more, I think, like, you know, the space of like, uh, too cheap a product, those days are over. Like, yeah. since those days when you had a brand, when I had a brand, uh, even though technically what I was doing was luxury because we couldn't, there was no doors that we could sell it in. Mm. You know, even Fred Siegel was like, "Man, this is too expensive." Really? Yeah, it's except for yeah, the tees and the hoodies, but the cut and sew was yeah, like, lot, like there was a lot of work on it. A hundred and forty dollar pants in mm. two thousand two, even yeah. though it's herringbone yeah, and all yeah, kinds yeah. of like magnetic yeah. closures and stuff. You know, it was like we just don't know who to sell. It, the the yeah, market like didn't you, exist. You were like ahead of your. You were like did fit between two different. Yeah, price points or something. Yeah. It just the customer doesn't really exist yet. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're. Ahead but of the I curve. think today, like, if we did something like that and yeah. we headed up a division, and we worked with all our designer and artist friends to make like this really fun, like it's what we would buy from other brands anyway. Yeah. But it has that artistic punch. It, it has that vision of uh, the collaborator in yeah. there. 
And then if they're really smart, we're kind of giving it all away now. <laughs> that division, you know, offshoots all these other little brands. Yeah. Right. And but it's all under the parent company. And uh, let's say uh, Rabbi, for example, right? Then Rabbi has his own little brand there, and he may only re release eight products a year, but it'll be fucking insane products. Yeah. You know, you'll have yours, yeah, I'll have this, mine, this other friends smart. have that. That would be great, but under the division. Yeah. But it's actually, let's say, uh, under Palace or something. Yeah. You know, I mean, Palace, they have enough resources yeah. to, to, you know, to do that with their people. But a similar brand, like quality-wise, production distribution-wise, but we're, we're, we just represent a division and we just knock everyone out all the fucking time. Um, Sign me up, dude. You know? That would be fantastic. I fucking love that. Man. I still, yeah, I mean, I'm, I still want to do fashion, you know? And product and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, weird product. Like, what about a hoodie with three hoodies? Yeah, with three hoods? Not? Silly. It could, be, it could be fucking sick as fuck. Yeah. It could be whack. It depends on how you three, do it. Three, like, parallel to each other or, like, one Laying two, on top of the other. Yeah, one more I don't three, know. Yeah. You know? It, it could get whack really quick, but, like, artistic... Yeah, these no, are like can, this is have fun with it, for sure. Through the lens of an artist, yeah, yeah. right? Like, dream items, dream garments yeah. that, um, you know, you would make, for example. Because, like, the problem with all this shit is, like, the oversaturation now, yeah. you know, with everything. Because, like, back then... Yeah, like there was potential to do that back then. Ish, like the yeah. end of that story was that he wanted the keys to his place because he's like, I got the money. Yeah. And I, I need to be here for a while, count it, and like da da da. He said? The, the guy, yeah, David. He had what money? He, he got all the money. He reached the $750,000. In mark. sales? Yeah. Wow. I think at least that's what he said, you know? Yeah. So he's like, Can I have the keys to the place or whatever? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I never heard back from him. Wow. <laughs> he took the money away. So we had made a, a CD back then, right? With like all the tech packs. Of, I, yeah. I, I didn't really know what I was doing yet, but like tech packs, that color is that color and whatever, you yeah. know? And, I know uh, him very well. I, yeah, I used to he, do them. He's like, uh, so the manager of the store, his name was Dogwood Speaks. He was like a rapper. He was like a, he was like, not Bubba, is it Bubba Sparks? What's the dude fucking guitar rapper guy was that not Bubba Sparks uh, Andrew Nicotina Everlast or something maybe Everlast, Everlast. like he had like an Everlasty oh, thing he was like white and yeah, like, yeah. he had another but, name but he was from Everlast. Oakland like right. what a, he, so he was the manager of the store like on the side you know right. like and uh, he was like oh dude Dotto called me but the guy that owned the store he's like he, he said sorry and he'll explain one day but he, he had to leave the oh, country man, I hate he was like he had to go he had to go but like all my and that, that was a lot of your money because you had a profit share no because we didn't sell, sell clothes yet this was just from his like bootleg fucking oh, shit I see, I see, I see. you know he was investing in he was going to produce the line Right. So, like, I had a lookbook made. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, like, ready to go. Yeah. And the disc was sent to China to a manufacturer. Oof. Like, everything. You she know. had a China factory, too? Yeah. That's he, very he, advanced he, for those he, days. Yeah. He had yeah. it. Like, everything was dialed in. Like, yeah. we were going to make a brand. <sighs> and then he fucking left the country. And, like, that, the, that's the reason why I ended up in L.A. Because Dogwood, the manager, was like, dude, I mean, you already have these designs. And you made this cool lookbook. I didn't. I printed my own and hand bound it. Yeah, yeah, like, Kinkos. Yeah, it, but it was sick, dude. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it was like this really cool thing. And like, he's like, dude, come, come down to L.A. with me. Like, 
He's like, I'm going to go like meet with Five Four because they're like sponsor me or maybe it was Monarchy, some other brand yeah, that yeah. they like shared about. Five Four did good for, for me. Yeah, they so came, it, we yeah. saw them at uh, Magic Show and shit. Uh, we were at Magic. Uh, there was a couple of brands we saw like pop up. Yeah. At, first it was Agenda. Mm-hmm. Then it was uh, Pool, Pool mm-hmm. at Magic. I remember Pool. And then I remember, uh, I think it was this year or the next season. Maybe it was 2004. We did. Uh, we, we we jumped in and got to big twenty by twenty at Magic. Yeah, because you had to be at Magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and Magic. You know, fuck the hotel room shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, now we got a distributor. We got fifty five stores in Japan. Ah, oh, that's amazing. It. So you were really doing. Oh, it. we were in it, man. That's like, so We good. had we had like one hundred and twenty doors worldwide. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, which was decent for back then. Yeah, for sure. And Man. then uh, we, I think I saw five four pop up at pool. Uh, probably 2003, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Because then Pool I, also did ASR. They piggybacked yeah, on ASR, ASR for a while. Yeah, yeah. So that I was think, a San Diego show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, 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 he's like, come down to LA with me, fucking uh, show him your designs. Maybe we'll buy some designs. Yeah, you. exactly. And I was like, all right, cool. And yeah. I like went down there. I was like dreadlocked, a fucking hippie. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and he's... I, I remember I like go in the building, he meets with them and tells them like whatever about me and like he's like, go have a seat. And I like sat down for like an hour and a half and then the co-owner Andres Isqueta comes out and he's like, cool shit. He's like, I won't buy anything, but I'll hire you. He's no like, shit. tell me about yourself. And I was yeah. like, I don't know. I'm just like a humble artist guy. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm about bitches, benzes, and yachts. Uh, like, <laughs> you know? I was like, welcome to L.A. <laughs> you know? so, That's what he said? I, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. And I remember, like, I, I, I was, like, so, like, because the Bay Area, like, especially that time and yeah. shit, was still, like, very, like, L.A. is Babylon. You right, know what right, I mean? right, right, Like, right, the right. devil. You were a dread, so you were, like, I deep was into a the Jew Babylon dread, shit. yeah. Like, I was, like, I mean, I wasn't, like, granola at all, right, but right. I was just, like, more, like... No Birkenstocks. Nah. Right. I wore, like, LRG, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I was, like, that... Yeah, conscious. Yeah, the right. conscious backpack right. exactly. rapper yeah. guy, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, like, but, yeah, I, I remember, like, I, I, I was so, like, used to that lifestyle that I even had to come back and think about it he's yeah, like yeah, i'll yeah. give you a week to think about it yeah. and i like came back at this point i moved out of the laundry room and like got my own bedroom in yeah. the house but still it was like seven dudes you yeah. know <laughs> and i was like i gotta think about this you yeah. know yeah that's that's funny the bling, and then bling, I, yeah. I, I went i i took the job yeah. I, and that was at five four and that was at five four no shit so, like, so you designed at five four for a while so i worked at five four for like two and a half years crazy man but yeah and then but i think like Cause you know, I mean you you know it's like you have a brand obviously. I don't know? like that word. No, no, but no. I guess it is. You I know, don't mean like it that. in a negative way at all. I mean right. like you have you know, you. I see you and I know it's you. Right. And I would think that because you have the sensibility to like make a clothing brand, like there is a part of you that understands. You know what I mean? Yeah, the branding aspect the of branding it. The branding aspect. The DNA, the recurring DNA. Yeah, issue. and that's yeah. just in you because right. you're not just a... When I say artist, I mean like a painter. Right. You know, you're also a designer, you know? Right. And like th- those two worlds can merge and they merge a lot now yeah. and the lines are blurred between designer and artist. You yeah. Know? 
But yeah, I, I would say that like I'm grateful. Like I already wanted to make clothes, so it was already in me. But like working at Five Four, the interesting thing was is that they went when I got there. Like a month later, they're like, "We want to go into the men's contemporary market instead of the." We, I think we called it urban wear. Yeah, because when they had Bloomies for a while. Yeah, yeah, so they're like, we yeah. want to like go in a different direction, you know? Uh, because like the reality did, is, did is like they get a bigger even, market share or something. Yeah, like, they're like, like smart fucking USC business yeah, yeah, dudes, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and now they own like a bunch of companies and like yeah. are fucking. Yeah, they did something. Rich, that they kind of like really because this era, like we used to be called like an artist-based clothing line. Okay, that was that era. Uh, our same distributor uh, distributed Project Dragon and Swish. Mm. In, uh, that's Futura's line. Mm -hmm. And Swish uh, is another New York brand. And it was like, if you're artist-based, that was kind of like how we position ourselves. Because we weren't urban, you know? I mean, we're influenced by hip-hop yeah. and all these things. Yeah. But we, we we're kind of like the conscious kids that paint. Right. You know, it, you know, it wasn't about rock aware, the suits, the, the velour. Yeah, that's yeah, a different yeah. market altogether. Market, yeah. So I think this artist based stuff, you know, it's like Fresh Jive uh, was big back. The Stussy was like the reigning champ, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, who else was around? Do you it remember that Five Nine Four brand? Five Nine Four, no. They were like graffiti based. Uh -uh. Remember when Urban Outfit? Oh no, you're talking about fifty fifty nine or something out oh, of fifty something out of SF. No, that's different. Right, but they were doing it. Right, yeah, it was like graph. You you start like it's mostly tees and hoodies, yep. and then if you're lucky, you're doing some denim and yeah. and, and some corduroy yeah. and some hats and some. Buckets. But you were doing a full collection. See, yeah, because yeah, that was all cut and. Our distributor, like, yeah. uh, I'll never forget it. Uh, we had a Japanese partner, Kazu, who recently passed, rest in peace. Rest in and peace. then Ivan Korea, uh, who uh, he had a store in Austin, Texas. When we lost our original partner, he stepped up and he said, well, I got you the relationship with the distributor in Japan. Why don't I step in? I'll finance it and I'll move out to L.A. I'm like, yeah. you'll do all that? It's like, yeah, man, you guys are sick. And so he came out of the gray marketing world. Oh, with gray marketing was... Uh, snowboarding was uh, big in okay. Japan, but the American brands only sold that many to their distributors over there. Uh. But because the demand was 10x what they could get, all these little stores were doing deals. If you had a store in, 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 in the States, you would ship to Japanese distributors that were unauthorized. Uh, and so a lot of guys built like, not empires, but like significant businesses back then. And Ivan was one of those guys. Damn. And uh, so we had a chance to, it was uh, Miyagi, because uh, we had a great distributor. So you already had a Miyagi. But it, it, it was a Miyagi, <laughs> but it was Mr. Miyagi from uh, Charlie's Trading. And uh. if you look up Charlie's Trading uh, in the early 2000s, they had DC, Triple Five uh, Soul. That was the parent company? Uh, no, that was the distributor for oh, Japan. Distributor, yeah. So they had DC, Triple Five Soul, and someone else. But it was a huge, it's like a multi-million dollar deal if they said yes. Wow. And so why... You we, were in the fucking door, dude. No, but that did, we were wooing him. Uh, he, he was interested after this collection. Yeah. Or it was this collection, I forget. This is 2002. This is... Oh, yeah. So this is... Oh, two summer, so we probably had a meeting 
end of 01 in December in some meeting room at Kazu's uh, place in Palos Verdes. And, you know, I do the presentation, blah, 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 bring paintings and everything. It was the time wow. when paintings matter. Gifts, you know, bowing down, yeah. you know, accept a business card with two hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that whole thing. <coughs> and Mr. Miyagi was there. Not the real Mr. Miyagi, <laughs> yeah. but... By Kung Fu Jack. But this, this guy. <laughs> and he had his whole staff. And um, um, he, I designed some cut and sew and had some samples. I mean, uh, you know, it's like 20 grand just to get samples made. Yeah. Like proper, like I, denim, I, I like know, everything yeah. finishes. Yeah. You know, like not just a pair of jeans with a label on it. No, I designed those jeans. Oh, yeah. And you were doing all the design? I'm doing all of it, man. And calling the shops in the U.S., Excel spreadsheets, morning to night, and get working with stylists. I got it on Moe's Def back in those Were days. you doing the technical design, too? Yes, yes. It's me. It, like I'm measuring and fitting and all that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I, I, was, uh, I had fit model. And you had no experience? You, zero experience. Oh, wow. Even my pattern maker said, Chase, like, why? These tech packs, they're so complicated. I would measure everything. Wow. You know, everything, the stitch lines, like, uh, you know, the drop, like this yeah. part, yeah. you know, how wide is this piece? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, everything. Yeah. And she said, well, don't you know about blocks? I'm like, blocks? What are blocks? And she explained that because I was l literally measuring everything, yeah. like a tailor almost. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. And she's like, no, just give me a pair. For example, if it's a jacket, give me a jacket with your notes if the sleeves are too short we'll make them longer yeah. if you want to change the material we can do that if 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 the hem or, or the ribbing is, is not to your taste just give me samples and and a block a block is the fit yeah and i said but that's cheating yeah, yeah that's not yeah. my shit yeah, yeah. and he's like and she would she was a very interesting lady she had a pot belly pig uh -huh. bigger than the two of us wow that, i'll never forget before it. pot belly pigs were a thing yeah <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. And though. she said, just give me the fits, the blocks. Yeah. And I'm like, I can do that? Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is fashion, baby. Yeah. What do you think? It's, it's not a painting. Right? Like, yeah. that's the same thing with, like, a fabricator now. Like, right. Yeah. Exactly. When you're younger. Too I'll much respect. Yeah. There's so much, like, honor and respect. Yeah. And, like, I love, like, Picasso's got a quote where he's, like, the three stages of an artist. Like, first, the artist will do art for themselves. Right. Second, the artist will do art for someone else and third that artists will do art for money you know oh yeah yeah, and because yeah, yeah. you remember like that was your stage one you yeah know? you're like i'm doing everything there's so much pride so much honor in it and it's like by the time you're done with the sample like you covet it yeah you're like oh yeah when that fedex box came yeah dude it's like it's like you're like it's the closest thing to like having children at that time <laughs> totally and I'm like, I cannot believe I can put it on now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. oh, they really did use the 3M yeah, yeah. on this. You know, like, I can't. They, 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 uh, this is dude, better than I thought. I totally Based relate. off of illustrated, in yeah. illustrator drawings. Yeah. Start from And like nothing, a fabric yeah. swatch. Like, wow. Yeah, that's amazing, dude. And so we, we sat in that meeting. And uh, again, big lookbook, Kinko's, you know, spray painted vibes, you know, cool. textures. Uh, like, I thought we're going to knock it out. I mean, we got, I already sometimes I learned that's when I learned not to get too excited because it yeah. seemed like we were going to sign a multi-million dollar deal Damn. 
Um, and I'm already telling my dad back home. Yeah, yeah. I'm They're all talking before. about flagship in Tokyo. You yeah. know, Taiwan is a big budding market for them and Singapore. Oh, wow. And all of a sudden it's like, well, we're just following the footsteps of some of the other ones. Yeah. And there wasn't that many people around yeah. brand wise. And I'm like, I'm already counting my money, you know. And then we do the meeting, bring the painting, especially for you, you know, bowing down. And he looked at it and he said, oh, oh very, very, very. Very good, very good, very good. But uh, as far as a cut and saw, uh, must start with a brancapage. Brancapage. And by the way, guys, this is not racist stuff. I'm just doing the accent. I'm an immigrant myself. I have an accent myself. Just <laughs> chill out already. But he said brancapage. Brancapage. I'm like, and I look at Kazu, and Kazu said brancapage. And like, he doesn't, he doesn't like it? He doesn't like it. Blank page. You got to start over. Damn, that's oh. tough, dude. I'm like, that's blank dream page? crushing. No, this oh, is it. But ah, and he didn't like it. Oh man. And turns out, um, you know, you know, we we didn't get the deal. And then that's when I came up with this stuff. Tried to get another meeting, but then they were they took on a bunch of new brand. We missed our chance. We missed that opening. You know, it's like a little crack. I get it. He shouldn't have been talking to us to begin with. Yeah. But he saw some action. And whether or not it was because of the design or whatever it was, I'll never forget Branca. Yeah, that's soul crushing though, man. It was soul crushing. And just for the record, just to uh, reiterate that it's not racist. Um, when I was in Hong Kong the first time, Rabbi and I like, we like sold a show out and we were like, let's go fucking spend money, <laughs> you know? And like, we love clothes shopping and shit. Yeah. And so anyways, like our, like the gallerist was like, oh, you got to go to Horizon Plaza because I forget the name of the store, but it's like a really high end, like, it's like a, like a H Lorenzo kind of story. Right, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, crazy yeah. fucking cool like an shit. an aggregator of all the cool yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but she's like, they have an outlet store mm -hmm. in Horizon Plaza she goes, but when you get in the cab, say Horizon Plaza. Yeah. You know? And I was like, dude, I'm not fucking saying that. Dude. Like, they won't understand you unless you say yeah. that, you know? Yeah. And the L's like, become R's and R's become L's yeah, for and I, real. And I was like, no, that's so racist. Yeah. I can't do that. She's like, trust me, you know? Yeah. And, she, and she was from Hong Kong. You know? yeah. She's like, no, you gotta got say it. Yeah. But yeah, man, the blank page, that's rough, dude. It, it was really, really rough. But and did then, you give up then, or did you still you persist? Oh no, we had in the end uh, what was it, like eight eight collections, I think. So we kind of dropped, stopped in two thousand and five. Like, yeah, we had season, of, yeah. Uh, fall, winter, and spring, summer, twice a year with like a mini drop. You know, so you you four years, right? And then we didn't stop because uh, it stopped. We stopped because my creative partner, who was a photographer. Um, somehow stopped appreciating all that I did for us. Mm. And unfortunately, he was a little depressed and a little uh, smoking too much weed mm. and wasn't really pulling his weight. No problem. I'm creative directing this thing anyway. I'm kind of using, I'm putting it on my friends. You know, I'm, I'm, I knew a lot of stylish chicks back then. I got it properly placed. Like, I don't mind calling the shops. I know you're not good with yeah. people. I also don't mind designing it because it's my vision. Like it's just a time when you're you you you're just overwhelmed with energy because you get to do something that no one gets to do. 
right? You're like, it's, I was a never ending reservoir of optimism and I'll do the work. Someone's got to do it. And I was okay with him not pulling his weight. But then some magazine did a, a thing on me uh, of which he took the photos and uh, they, they focused on me rather than him. And he was holding the photos hostage. Mm. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, it was a slide still at the time. Mm. I gotta drive these slides. Like they're gonna, they need them before one. Like, what's up, man? Damn. You know, like what, what? And he wouldn't like release the photos to me. And I'm like, after everything, man, I've been busting my fucking ass. And like, you, you say what now? And he had, a, he had a problem with uh, how it wasn't about him. And I'm like, man, this is just right now. You know, where we're going, man, there's going to be plenty of press. On. He was a great hip-hop photographer. Yeah. So shot everyone. Great talent. And he got a little insecure mm -hmm. and ungrateful. Mm. And he made a big stink about it. And I'm like, man, that hurts on so many levels, man. Because uh, this cut and sew stuff, it's a lot of work. Especially you got 20 pieces in a collection, plus accessories, plus uh, 24 graphics. I mean, and it, it was just, I got to break ties with you. I see who you are. Yeah. And we just dropped it. And I said, you, I'm a Scorpio. Don't fuck with it, man. Mm. Don't fuck with it. I'm giving you a last chance here. And he wouldn't budge. And I'm like, all right, this brand, 614, it's over. And it's over. Damn, dude. And that was the end of my college career because that, that was college for me. I, I, I mean, there's so many parallels there. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I fucking get it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a circle for me. Yeah. You know? What happened there, actually? Because you're both so great, but I'm sure, like, a lot. when, when opinions know, go like, contrary, like, that can be pr yeah. problematic, maybe. Like, I related to your partner, and I relate to you. Mm. So I feel like right. both ways. Right. Absolutely. I felt conflicted with both of those feelings you know right. what i mean but but it wasn't a direction thing like the direction was still solid for you as well as I rabbi the, or there was conflicting the, the, things there too i think like what i love about rabbi i will always love about him and also hate <laughs> in a in like a almost in an envious way like i really love his sense of youthfulness right and playfulness that he will fucking go to the grave like that. Yeah, I love it too. Uh, when he's fucking 90, dude, he's going to be wearing a wig yeah. and like wearing this, a Superman cape. Yeah. You know, this, like that's always rabbi. fun running into rabbi. Yeah, that's fucking rabbi, yeah. dude, you know? And at the same time, like I felt like as I was like growing and maturing in my way, like that was conflicting for me in a sense, you know? Um, which is like troublesome in a way because on one end I'm like, okay, there's so much fun to be had. Right. But then on the other end, I'm like, no, I want to be taken more serious like this. Right. And so like my own ego, I I'll admit, like got in the way of some of that too, you know? But just like w as you see like the direction I've gone into my art, it's like that's really where I wanted to go. Right. And like I think it was less about rabbi than it was about circle. Right. You know, because in the end of the day, it was just like, Circle was a period. 
you know and even though there was a brand there like some people were like just keep the brand and fucking do right. something else on the side there's a lot of brand value that was created there's already brand yeah. value yeah. you know and but at the same time i was like ah oh, that that was like it's like when circle would do an art show it wasn't a mural on a on a painting right it was fucking completely different yeah conceptual i it love it totally that. different I love that. you know so hard to like so it, do that so we it was also like that was challenging too because it's like i'm like okay it's fucking another mural another mural another mural these are paying the bills you know right. um and we did well at most of our shows but like i was always like more interested in wanting to go into that world right you know uh and the opportunities that kept coming were like the mural, the mural, the mural. It's tough, yeah. And like the collaboration, like when there was a collaboration, like yeah. we did this collaboration with like Monkey Time. I don't know if you right. know Monkey Time. They're like a, United Arrows is like the parent company in in Japan. Right. They, they're like the H. Lorenzo type. Yeah, store. United Arrows is was already you know, big United in our Arrows. days. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So Fantastically they, respected. Just like what you're talking about, parent yeah. company having a subdivision, yeah. like bringing back to earlier, like right. they have Monkey Time and Monkey right. Time's like more street. Right. kind of thing and like but they did a cool cut and sew collection with us and like yeah it when i look back at it like and i was thinking about this the other the other day because i was in conversation with someone like my problem in the relationship beyond just like uh change in like you know taste level differences and stuff like creative differences or whatever is like I wanted Rabbi to do what I was doing. Right. You know what I mean? And in reality, when I look back, I'm like, no, I was doing what I was doing. Like, role specifically would be creative director. If right. you wanted to, like, I was the creative director. Right. And I was like, no, you're just like doing the murals and like traveling and like getting the shine and like all this shit, you know? And I'm like, I'm over here fucking creating what it is that is circle right and i'm like he was a, 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 a executing arm of the, the executing arm and, right. and the ambassador you know yeah, yeah, and yeah. like did a fucking fantastic job yeah. at documenting and like the most amazing like, which get, gets to the ego a little bit yeah yeah uh and, and i'm sure that's how my partner felt a little bit yeah and and but then you know like that's the thing about a, 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 a brand or a collective or, you know, a look or a thing. As long as that thing can live. But it's so hard because when, especially when you're younger, there's an ego involved. Yeah. It's like, and just, just being an artist, <coughs> period. Like, yeah. it, it, and, and we're all insecure to begin with. Yeah, so. you know, and like, it, it's, it's art is such a personal thing, you right. know what I mean? Like, no matter what, like, it just is. Like, I don't know if you like went to school and then just worked for an agency your whole life yeah. like it would be different you know right. but like having known the risks that i took and even rabbi took and, yeah. and, and most of my friends you included yeah. like to invest in yourself yeah. and to choose this fucking hard path yeah you know the, like yeah, it's, the, it's, the worst it's hard path. not to take it personal because yeah. it is so personal so right. like i think some of that was showing up and like really in the end of the day it could have just been an easy breakup you know but like i think like it was i think it was challenging because there was so much at stake and like i don't think i was giving him enough credit for the things that he did because right. i was so focused on like you needed to 
I need you to be creative director, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just this kind of thinking and stuff. Right. But regardless to say, like, you know, it's a new chapter, right. you know? Exactly. And like, and because it's funny because, you know, because um, I look at his stuff since, I look at your stuff since, and it's obvious that the two you guys were circle. Yeah. Right? And I'm, uh, just looking at the work, like the, the aesthetic of the work, like I see echoes of both. And I do feel that, you know, like, I don't know behind the scenes, like if, if an idea or a concept was fleshed out and like, look, we're going to make a body of work around this concept or this philosophy or this statement or this feeling, uh, if that was maybe all you. And then uh, you talk about it with him and then it, it would get developed. Yeah. And, and, and widen out because that's the, the yeah. way it was with Mark like yeah. to be honest I would always be talking yeah. and then he would feel that we talking and I'm like yeah but you know I remember when I finally dropped this concept into a conversation which was pretty much me talking to you and you nodding and saying nah man that's whack or yeah yeah that's it that's it Precisely. that's not co-creating Yeah, that's you you know, being a soundboard yes. and you're also my partner, yes. but don't get it twisted. Yes. And w once he did start to get it twisted, I'm like, man, that is, that's like, that hurts so deep. Yeah. Because if we can't be honest about that, no wonder you're being so arrogant right now. Right. That was in my case. And this is all, all, also like a long time ago and I'm, I'm over it, but it still hurts because we did some great stuff yeah. and we were just five, six years, maybe even eight years ahead of our time. But yeah. if we could have survived that time, it would have been a different thing. But I, I wouldn't have developed my painting. And I love to paint, so. Yeah. I, I mean, I really relate, you yeah. know, like I do. I, I just want to make sure that like as much as I relate to what you're saying, because it was very much my experience with rabbi i also miss rabbi of course yeah because we had a like out of every relationship i've ever had in my life because it's a relationship dude yeah. you know it's every I mean? day. this is just your every friend day. Dude. you're in this the car like you grab something every eat, fucking day trying to get laid everything and together. you're like <laughs> and i you know in hindsight i'm like when when it worked without question yeah it was the most symbiotic relationship yeah. i could i ever had in my life Right. You know, it worked so effortlessly, you know, and he played his position so fucking well. And I played mine j just as well. And, right. and it just worked, you know, and yeah. it was and the, the ego wasn't there yet. And like the and, and all that stuff, you know, it was just we just knew our roles, you know. Right. And. And but it was very much like what you said, it's like I'm conceiving and fucking rabbis, that's whack or that's not whack, that one, yeah. this one, that, you know, yeah. and I'm like, you are my personal, like, <laughs> validating machine. Yeah, you're my dope checker, the, the, fucking fact checker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope or not dope. Whack, yeah, you, whack, you, whack, you, dope, you, fresh You dope. are my confidence, yeah. Yeah. you know what exactly, I mean? Like, yeah. you, make, you, you make me make the right decision, yeah. you know, and without you, like, because I know without him and without having a partner like him, like, it's more challenging. And was there, because he was g going out there uh, on you guys' behalf a lot to the towards Mural the, Festival. More, towards the end, right? yeah. 
Uh, but was there was that a decision uh, on your behalf? There's too much production stuff to do at home, too much concepting at home. That and we're stronger and if we if if we do yeah. work on both fronts rather yeah. than be out there partying in Sweden somewhere. Idealistically, yeah, right. it was like that. Right. And then like my joke is that like if you know Rabbi, like he micromanages the fuck out of shit, you know. <laughs> so like yeah. And I've only known him like I'm socially. Not, I, I I I never did a project with him. So yeah. I don't know. But he he's fucking so talented, dude. Like he's definitely a better painter than me. I'd give him a hundred percent of that credit, you know. Um, and like, I, I, I never even really tried to do photo real shit, you know? Right. So when it came down to that, like he would execute that vision so fucking well. Yeah. And then over the years he got better and better and better at yeah. it, you know? And it was just like, cool, give me a can of mystic black and I'll fucking paint a Greco sculpture like perfectly, right. you know? You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Damn, yeah. dude. You know, yeah. It's like really impressive, you yeah. know? So he killed it at that. But yeah, I mean, I, I just remember like. But that's the thing about the roles. Like, I get it. I understand, like, why when I would, you know, years into it, paint a mural with him, and, like, he's the expert in that area. Right. This is his domain, and this is what he gets to claim ownership over, you know? Right. And so when I would come in and be co-painting with him, you know, he'd be like, oh, that line and that line, you know? Right. But I did the same thing to him. Right. So like that's on the, the design side. That's the right. irony, yeah. you know, like the whole thing where it's right. like what I'm trying to say is like I, I thought I needed him to be something he wasn't. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. a great lesson yeah. in relationships, period. Yeah. Co pilot is great. Yeah. You know, because like I, I I'm like that too, naturally. Like uh like I'd much rather like go to a party with someone to go with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've done it a lot in my life, like let's say traveling or some shit, or like you know, I'm just walking to a place by myself. I don't like that. I feel like really strangely insecure. But if there's anyone next to me that I know, doesn't have to be have to be my chick or a friend. If yeah. you, anyone that's like, I'm bringing you there. Oh man, I'm Mr. Fucking, you know, Mr. Energized, like sure, all yeah. the confidence in the world. Yeah. But it's 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 like that episode of the Smurfs. Remember when they when they put some uh, uh, marmalade? What is it? Some <laughs> jelly know. on his nose. It's the guy with the tattoo. Uh huh. The, the the not Papa Smurf. Uh, yeah, there's a strong. It's arm. like a, It's like a an heart, anchor. Heart. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, I'm it's like a little lost. tattoo. Yeah. It's like a little uh, sailor's anchor. Or okay. And he's like the strong guy. He can lift anything. All right. But he lost all his confidence in one uh, episode. I'll never forget that episode. I need and to then, watch that. And then Papa Papa Smurf is like, "Well, I got this special potion, and I just put it on your nose, and you can you have all your strengths again. You'll see." And then he's like, "Yeah, get the fuck out." Was of it here. cocaine? <laughs> no, it was just. It turned out it was like some red cream, yeah. like a special potion cream, and he had all his powers back. Wow. And he could do anything again, just the way he used to be, right? And then uh, there's like a dam that broke in the river. And so while he's fixing the dam, because he's, you know, super smurf, right? Uh, the audience sees that the little potion, because he's in the water, uh, disappeared from his nose. Uh. So he fixes the dam, saves the village from a flood. And then at the end of him, like, everyone's, like, heralding him. And uh, Papa Smurf by the river is like, well, look at your reflection. And he looks in the water, and he sees that the little potion is gone. He's like, you had it all along. Ah, <laughs> damn, dude. The Smurfs for the, the win. The Smurfs with the moral <laughs> lesson, dude. That's amazing. I love that. 
But that's us, you know. No, I, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, you know, coming, doing a podcast right now, like, where I'm at in reality, you know, is like, was, was funny. You mm. know, it was like, I was like, of course it's now. You know what right. I mean? And, um, yeah, I was having a conversation with the fucking divine source in the car, you know? And it's just like, dude. I know I'm really stressed out. I know there's a lot of unknowns. I know my work didn't sell. I know that there's that's a contention in my relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Finances are fucked. Like yeah. I'm not where I'd like to be right yeah. now at 39. But man, but the work is the so thing is good, with man. The, with the nose. Thing, I I. I, I, I I don't care if you need to hear it or if, you, if I already told you five times, but like the work is so on point. Like it's, it's, it baffles me that, that you still have pieces laying around. Like it's so fucking Thank you, good. Brother. Take it from me. I, 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 you know? I do appreciate and, 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 it. And like, we just need to find the right little art rep. Yeah. The right little, you know, this, they're here, you know, they're we're here. not in Kentucky. But, this but is that, the but, work that these these houses yeah, yeah, yeah. want to they hand. need it. Yeah. So who, who have we not met? I right? agree. Like who are these fucking people? They're there. I know, dude. That should I, be the focus because everything else is the, there. I was putting the jelly on my nose in the car, dude, with fucking <laughs> HP. I was like, yo, I was like, because I've been really fucking stressed out, dude. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm making a resume. I haven't made a resume yeah. in my fucking life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, the website's the resume. And I'm well, yeah. I don't know, yeah. whatever. You know, right. I'm like, it's fucking. Re and then of course I'm like, oh, it's the design world, so it's gotta be the coolest resume in the fucking world. I'm like, you know, spending time detailing this dumbass shit. But yeah. like, but no, I mean, in the car I, I, over here, I was just like, you know, I was just thinking like, it's here. That guy, that confident, quietly confident person is here, mm. but it's clouded by all the situational shit that's yeah. happened around me. You just need a couple of wins. A couple yeah, of wins, I've been man. saying this couple for months. Like, I was wins. like, just give me one W. Yeah. Like, it's all happened at once. Like, even when I was moving my art out of the gallery, I broke one piece. And then, ah, and then, like, and then when I took, I, I made this piece for my wife office that technically her company bought but she's like just go show it and if it sells make another one you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and uh it was like a smaller cowboy piece or whatever and like so like it was technically on loan and then i fucking bring it to the curatorial which is where i store my art and i take it out of the car i put it on the side of the van and fucking wind knocks it over right no like, way no. and i was like Fuck. land on its back it's got a mirror in it you know it landed on its back and i was like another fucking piece but then i was like Oh my God, it's, it's intact. It was fine. Great. Because you use plexi or a real mirror? No, it's real mirror. Oof. But then when I fucking put it in the van and leaned it up, when it fell over, the glue popped off. So then the fucking piece drops down, chips uh, in three faces. And I was like, fuck, just give me a W, dude. Oh, give man. Give me a fucking W. Yeah. But it's like these little, you know, so it like, it's all happening at once, you yeah, know? Yeah. It's all happening at once. And like, yeah, it, it, it puts a lot of pressure on my wife too. And like, you know what I mean? There's just a lot going on. But well, why don't you... Uh, and we can talk after, yeah, yeah. too. Because the one thing I saw missing from your website is a store. Yeah. There's also Black Friday sale coming up. I take great advantage of that. Everything 30% off. That's it. 
Yep, everyone's gonna see the prices. What the fuck do I care? Yeah, Every year cares, it's a good thing. Thirty percent right? off, right? Bam! You got a mailing list? No, I mean I had an old one. Yeah. Use it. Yeah. Keep it same same contact. We'll talk more after, but like yeah. th this stuff, you know, it's it's wow. I I get to buy it type of stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, and so I hope L.A. is not a place. That just doesn't doesn't have any taste. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wor worry about that a lot. I think it's just because if Alec Monopoly is selling like crazy, <sighs> then I'm like, then I'm really worried about whoever's that buying that stuff. You might be right, dude. Bro, Alec <laughs> fucking Monopoly, man. I saw his shit on AliExpress, bro. Uh, like bootleg Chinese fucking Alec Monopoly. I was crazy. Like, I use Castelli down the street here. Uh huh. They said, man, 20, 30 paintings a month we frame and, and ship out. Original mm. paintings. I'm like, what? That is insane, That, is, that is depressing. That makes me fucking depressed. I remember that dude came to my studio, like, or the Circle Studio way back in the day when we were on Hollywood, and he's like, hey, bro, I got some itchy on my scratchy. I've been sleeping with too many chicks. What? I was like, what the oh, fuck? This no. kid is crazy, dude. I, don't, I never but met I don't the guy. Know, like, you know, it's like, it's whatever, dude. It's yeah. like, not the fucking shit, but damn, at least you're fucking banking off of it, man. You know? I mean, I'd, I'd rather... It's like, like, maybe that's... I'd rather sell real estate than be Alec Monopoly. Well, yeah, I fucking agree, yeah. man, but it's like, damn, if yeah. you, like, you gotta be a particular type of person to be able to be Alec be Monopoly. Yeah. Gotta be a and real douche. And if you are Sorry that person, to say... That's like the same shit. I feel the same way about, like, Christians, right? Right. I'm like, damn, if I could have that much faith in Jesus, yeah. that'd be fucking amazing, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I'm not going <laughs> to knock you anymore. I'm just like, damn, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. But <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I, I don't you exactly... You got to be a douche, maybe. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. You Wait, know? Christians are douches? No. Alec Monopoly is a douche. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Because oh, you're saying he has faith. He's got... Or people have faith in his work. He has faith. Yeah. obviously and, and hustle in his yeah. work and like because to him he must love it he must love it I, I everything changed to me when i saw that the guy who drew all that stuff oh right? he's got a drawer for him too oh you don't know <laughs> no <laughs> so i forget his name now but uh he's a professional um i think he works for nickelodeon or something uh, like he's like a, a professional drawer <laughs> right yeah. And so uh, turns amazing. out uh, Monopoly didn't pay the guy, uh. and so he got a little bit upset. And started he made a whole account uh, showing that he drew all the paintings, you know, like a little Richie Rich, or yeah. a, what is it, a Scrooge McDuck, yeah. you know, with a spray can, yeah. with a roller, yeah. in a car with bitches, you know, like he drew all that stuff. You know, he uh, Monopoly would pay him to do that, huh. and then he would project it and paint that, um. right? And the way you can see that, if you're a little bit, you have a little bit of an eye, is that that dude's actual work is the really ugly, like, which he still does, the Jack Nicholson yeah, painting. Yeah, yeah. That's his real art. Ah, I see. You know what I mean? And so that is about as coffee shop yeah, as yeah, any yeah. art I've ever seen. Yeah, totally. And he just parlayed it, which there's some respect I have for that hustle. I love, yeah. I love hustle. I, I really do. And so you made it work 
but it all is very far away from how I appreciate art and how I appreciate my friends of course, who are artists. Man, yeah. So totally different thing. Yeah. It's not even like in the same it's it's a totally different planet. Even, yeah, dude. You know? He's like the sketchers of art, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. But like, it's it's like at least sketchers are still shoes, you know? It still <laughs> serves a function. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just you I know, hear you, man. Not to spend twenty minutes on that guy, but it's just yeah. like it's heartbreaking and um it must be a matter of taste. I think you yeah, yeah, I think you're I mean? right because like but then I'm like how hard could it be to like one of Davies pieces? It's fucking it's everything you want out of a fucking painting. And I appreciate it and yeah. you know what that's honestly been part of my frustration yeah. is like this is the second show I've had. I showed like nine or 10 pieces from my last show from the Westwood show because that show yeah. didn't sell either. Yeah. And, like, the gallerist was, like, she came from Maddox Gallery. Yeah. And, like... Maddox were, sells. Maddox sells shit off. So, I was, like, oh, sure. I'll and before sh- you know it, you start thinking that what you're doing is not sellable. Yes, what I'm saying. Which, so like, which to me, like, because I've had shows that I've done yeah. and, I, and I, I sold nothing. Yeah. You know? And I'm, like, this this is... But I don't believe that that result. Yeah, you know, like that, 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 that's not that's a glitch in the matrix, mm. you know. But then it happened. It happened a few times, and I'm like, yeah. I number one, I do suck, so I gotta really up my game. No, but that's dude, not the case with suck. with you. You're, you're fucking refined. You have your craft down, dude. Yeah, but I, I, I'm tweaking some shit now. But your stuff, I've seen you honestly, evolve. yeah, honestly, your stuff, it's like that's just what you want to hang in these beautiful newly built homes. Yeah, or. Whoever else has some style, you know, you don't have to own. Yeah. You can rent too. Like there's always a nice spot if you like good things and you curate your, your you know, your, your furniture a little bit, you know, like it's not only for the rich because that, that would suck too. You know, it's just, yeah. it's just that type of work that you would be looking for. That's not $80,000. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that it's, it's an interesting point. Like when I think about circle, it's like the shows we sold out were like to me like the worst work mm. taste wise right and then the works that were like really crafted and fucking uh, really elevated you know like were a lot harder to sell right and in my head i'm thinking like oh that's like because we were in the street art world and like those the eyes that are on the street art world don't understand this work because it doesn't fit into what that is trending you know what i mean so they're like no we want the fucking mural on the wall on the painting you know what i mean that's Um, yeah and and so for me like at this point in my life i'm just thinking like and it's not the you know it's like first i'm like it's the gallery's fault like they're collectors and and i'm like dude i fucking decided to show here or got the opportunity to show here or whatever it's not necessarily the gallery's fault either but i do think I don't fit into where I've been right. uh, showing, you know? Yeah. And the problem is, is the galleries that like I would like to be in, I don't know them. <laughs> I don't know them either. And, and they, know? They, they, they've all been developing their and, little portfolio of And they of feel artists. like very far away yeah. and yeah. hard to approach, you yeah. know what I mean? And like I, I blind emailed some of these people yeah. and like, Nobody really responds, but like a couple people did, you know, a couple galleries that, that, that 
I, I think are really reputable galleries, you know, responded and are like, we like the work, but our roster is full. And like, that's the other problem is like these fucking more top tier galleries, yeah. like they're booked two years in advance. Like they're, you know, my honest feeling is, is that a gallery taking 50%, like, I think that's a little bit dated. It is, you know, uh, like, I think direct sales are the way to go, right? Working with uh, art reps and interior designers at 25% is way more interesting. Definitely. You know, and like maybe you and I, because I need to do it too. We should go to Pacific Design Center. There's all those showrooms over there. Yeah. You know, make something we can leave behind and just, you know, make a day out of it. That's a really good idea. And disconnect because it's those people that place because they already have the client. They already did. They already bought, you know... uh, the, the imported Italian piece, yeah. you know, uh, couch, the dinner table was const- constructed, you yeah. know. Let's have a date and do yeah. that. That you sounds know? like a great idea. Yeah. And uh, we can be each other's, what is it, uh, <laughs> salve potion on each other's noses. Because solo nose, is a little yeah. bit solo, but together yeah, it's like, for okay, sure. we, you know, we look good. We got, we got yeah. a little bit of a, of a thing. And, and we're also like loosely related from the same world. So if it's not going to be for you, then it maybe it's for me and vice versa. Yeah. You know, like the only reason I think a gallery still, it still exists and holds weight depends on the gallery, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you're either like a Las Vegas gallery pushing like yeah. Alec Monopoly esque yeah. versions. I and different Las genres Vegas and that. That's exactly what you people know, would buy. You're, there. you're either that gallery yeah. or you are a, a more a- elevated gallery showing more fine, whatever fine art and quotations, you know what I right. mean? And like, for example, like a good thing that came in my show and I don't know if this is going to happen, you know, like I'm, I'm hoping, but like I brought this, art consultant natalie and she hit me up like the day after the show and was like hey are you repped by the gallery i was just showing at and i was like no i'm not repped." and she's like great because like my friend's the director at friedman bend the gallery and i was like oh i fucking know friedman bend i fucking love that gallery and like i'm segueing into furniture shit and yeah hybrid, great you know pieces, and i was like way. oh this yeah. is a perfect fucking fit yeah. for this gallery but then i like look and i'm like of course they rep daniel arsham and like yeah, yeah, you know I'm, but, like, but, but I'm like they're you're, way you're out not, of my you're, league you're, you're in that zone man that's where you're i want to go Ar- you know so he wasn't in the daniel arsham zone himself five years ago yeah five years goes by by like that that's true you know but like, yeah and and so i like did research on the gallery and i'm like looking not just at the roster but like just their news feed and i'm like oh like they take their artists to fucking design Miami and give them a fucking booth Scope, and design Miami. Shit, yeah. And yeah. like, yeah. like that's the most prestigious fucking show ever, yeah. you know? And I'm you like, belong there, man. You have to be a Freeman Benda or whatever gallery to even rent that booth space for, booth, for 15. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, yeah. like if it's about a gallery yeah. right now, it's like a yeah. gallery that. No, you're exciting, man. Artists, like those yeah. furniture uh, pieces have sculpture, furniture, you know, like all of your stuff is so like if there's a dial between like painting on one side and design on the other side, you're past the middle towards design. Mm-hmm. And I like that a lot because in our world, there's not a lot of people like that. Yeah. You know, everyone's mostly on the painterly side. Yeah. If they're lucky, they know a little bit of illustrator. Yeah. If they're lucky, 
You know, they have a little bit of a design sensibility, but they never cross over past that middle point. Right. It's either still very painterly or illustratively, and then maybe there's like a branding quality about it. Yeah. You know, you can put it on anything yeah, type of shit. Yeah, sticky. But yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a little sticky. <laughs> but to be past that middle point, m leaning more towards actual design, I think there's a special um, intelligence there. There's There's... You know, there's 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 choices now. When you get into the realm of materials, it becomes architectural in yeah. thought. Like there, yeah. there's, you know, it's not because something is um, minimalistic in appearance that not a lot of decision making went into that. Right. And yeah. but I, I, you know, it's also a little bit away from our original world. Yeah. Because there is just about you know at, at a minimum like you know the line quality and and yeah. the color use and did he get up type of shit. Yeah. But on the other side, it's like, well, how does it fit, you know, within a setting and how does it complement and still speak loudly without having to yell? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, from, yeah, for me, it's like, I want to take over a fucking hotel, you know, oh, like, because yeah. that, that, I'm, I'm thinking beyond the wall, you right, know, like, exactly. that was the last thing about, that I'll say about Circle was like, yeah, the opportunities for walls, you know, it was like, that's great if I was just exclusively a painter right but that's only one small piece of my craft right is painting you yeah. know what i mean in fact i'm leaning more away from painting yeah yeah fabrication is where you yeah I think, and feel like most even my paintings now are way more abstracted and like right. i'm into this post-vandalistic movement right like just fucking it's not pretty and that's the point you know right. exactly. or it becomes pretty because it's so, exactly you know, yeah it's like I love that movement too. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. That look like, yeah. Inspiration wise, like yeah. that, that's like where my head's at, but I don't know how deep I, I, I'm going to explore that world. I just thought it'd be funny if I did do it because it would actually like make sense. Yeah. Just from the background, you know? Yeah. No, it, it would Cause like, wouldn't sense. it be amazing if you could get hired? Like I had this like vision in the day with daydream. I was like, <laughs> damn, it'd be so dope if I got hired to do a mural and then I just like buffed over it. And then sprayed a couple lines, you yeah, know? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, that's yeah. the fucking mural because yeah. that looks yeah. good. And, and hashtag some balls. <laughs> yeah, some balls on this guy. <laughs> Imagine this. You yeah. threw him out. It took him, uh, you know, you did it inside of 12 minutes, yeah. this fucking guy. But pa or, or paint the whole mural for right. fucking two weeks and yeah. then buff the fucking And then buff it out yeah, and yeah. just leave a little Just a, a little, little, little hint of it, yeah. <laughs> just how it is in the, the street, little sliver. Dude. Yeah, like, it would be so sick. And then you set up a station with binoculars <laughs> so you can really look at that sliver up there. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, dude. And that's your one hit of pop amongst yeah. the, the nutrients yeah. and the guys. Yeah, yeah. So, surrender, uh, take, take from the earth... Uh, return to the earth what you took from it. That's right. Right, yeah. and it's a little sliver, but then you know the wall. The only problem with that is that the people that do it best aren't artists. Right. They're city workers, dude. Right. That's right. They're just the buff man. Those shades of beige. And on top like of, they yeah. leave just a little bit of spray yeah. out because they didn't. Yeah. They were too lazy to. Right. Like, Fuck it! I'm getting paid twelve bucks. Or there's like a fat cap tag. And, yeah. and they roll just past yeah. the fucking tag, but now you made the tag bigger, actually. Yeah, it's yeah, technically yeah. not there, but it's more there. Yeah, and yeah. just a little bleed through, <laughs> and just like, dear, yeah. man, you're just fucking killing yeah. it. You know? it's I would shit. love a story to come out where like some city worker becomes this like, famous artist. Like, That's the um, problem. This middle room here, I have this one, uh, I guess, collector. And this middle room, what well, used to be my paint room. 
uh-huh. with the window right there. And, you know, it's all good. Test real quick some colors. You know, uh, you hang a painting. You know, you overspray it. You know, there's that, that ghosting. Yeah. And I hadn't buffed that wall in maybe a couple of years. Oh, wow. And so they came and uh, they, they, they got one thing. And I, I think I had something leaning against that wall. And they said, well, how, how about, what about this? I'm like, oh, that, that thing was, well, I'm still working on it. It's not finished. And they're like, no, 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 no. What about that wall? <laughs> I'm like, Thanks, the wall? Bro. I'm like, man, this is so cool. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's actually a structural wall, but I'm sure there's studs underneath it and shit. And, and I'm like, you guys are playing, right? And they're like, no, 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 this is it. Like, you know, this is, this is the, the negative to, to your positive. Oh, and I wow. got it. And I'm oh, glad, wow. obviously, I get it. Yeah. But I'm glad that they were thinking that way. That's great. You know? And yeah. that's that crowd. Yeah. But then they would also argue that, because I said, look, I can just build a big panel. Yeah. And, you know, just do that. And they're like, wow, it wouldn't be the same. And like, God damn it. Oh, they right. were like, really? They knew were right. They, they were right. They yeah. really knew what was up. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't yeah. do that kind of shit on purpose. Right. But you could, but you, it's like a floor, you know, you can't do this floor on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah, kind of could, totally. but it, you, you'll feel it, you know. Yeah, I, I'm like, it's funny, like when I travel, my wife is like, what's macro, right? That's like when you see the world from wide. She's very macro, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, fucking micro dude you know like she's taking a picture of the restaurant surroundings and i'm taking a picture of the texture of the napkin you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, like hey i found a stick of gum under the table <laughs> yeah dude. Like, and what? so like i and like the more i get drawn to textures and stuff there is this if i'm gonna be a painter yeah. you know there's like this somewhat inspiration inside of me that's like paint that texture how you would paint it you right know? And I don't know what that yeah. looks like yet. You I know who's good really at that it? in his backgrounds? Uh, Van Minen. Van Minen. You know Van Minen? Uh, man, he does these gory... Uh, he's an oil painter. I think he's from Australia. And he does like... Uh, it's like gummy bear, fucked up, tattooed, scarred faces, but with Caravaggio light. But what no one ever comments on is, is his backgrounds. Look at that, those backgrounds. He does do some fucked up shit. Look at those backgrounds, like the little stone backgrounds with the texture. The backgrounds of the portraits. Oh, yeah, I see what you're you talking about. You see what about. I mean? Damn, he's Imagine if you can paint himself. like actual textures that would be in yeah. full control, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. that fucker. Yeah, I mean, this is almost like too good, you know? The background, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you'd want to like... It's like, how do you like, yeah, because you're a designer too. Based off of your work, it's very design oriented, you know, and so, and there's a style to it. So it's like, how would you chase the artist, paint a texture? Right. Yeah. I mean, here you explored with some airbrush and did some, and then paint right. some hair, which is outside of your like wheel box or whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah. Yeah. How would you paint the floor? Like, that's the yeah. question. Well, that's kind of like that beginning right there. Yeah, that's some post-panelistic work right I there. I love that shit. Yeah, it's great. I, I love that I'll, shit. I actually didn't notice it, and I fucking yeah. love it. Yeah. I made one for the house, and I just put a block of black and white pattern hey, that's two, at the that's bottom. two colors. And I, and I love it, right? I and love that piece, too. I would man. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I, uh, I made one for the house because we needed a piece that yeah. had a little bit of peach in it because we, we got this ottoman situation. And 
I'm like, this is what I would, I would love to do this. So much fun, right? But I, you know, it's like, it's so Berlin, like no one's gonna get it, you know. That's the Berlin is the perfect reference, yeah. You know, because I I love all that stuff too. Yeah. That we probably follow the same uh, yeah. people. And I'm like, man, that speaks to me. And know, Tilt is all very the good. Artists now. that are doing it are all on fucking. YouTube. I know. And you know Tilt. Remember Tilt? Yeah. He his work. Have you seen it recently? No. I gotta pull it up real quick. Yeah. He's going there. Ah, because still was like a little bit disappeared for a while. And uh, this is you. Uh, Tilt artist. Man. Not artist in residence. Oh, man. The fucker. So, not, here we go. You can feel oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's oh, nice. my God. Uh, yeah, that's You great. see that? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. He's already doing it. Yeah. But he's doing it with like all that background. Uh, he's cement. got like maybe some cement and some How delicious is on. that? Yeah, that's great. Ooh. Yeah, I love that. A little bit of throwy right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, that motherfucker, man. Are you showing that, Fabian? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it good? Yeah, no, it's perfect. Like, I love it so fucking much. But then, like, I feel, at least for me, like, I, I'm, you know, it's like, I got to really, that's a whole pivot right there. It's a huge pivot. Look yeah. at this one. Delicious. Look it up, guys. Tilt artist. Tilt. He's OG. Uh, he had tropes everywhere around the world. And then uh, disappeared for a minute. And now he's doing like beautiful, like, I guess, yeah, post graffiti, post. like texture works. All the delicious post -graffiti, textures. Yeah. But I guess this site is not working. In any case. Yeah, I just I just call it post vandalism because of, yeah. of that fucking Instagram account. Right. That's <laughs> I'm a good like, account. I think you nailed it on the head. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, those are sick. Fucking bastard. Shout out to Tilt. Oh. Beautiful paintings. So I was at the most expensive house I've ever been at um, through uh, another collector, coincidentally. Not that I want to, I'm not like, I have that many collectors. That's like stupid, like artist talk. You know? That's but all right. Just coincidentally, it's good that you have one. And it was at the top of, um, in the Palisades, the highest house there, like an insane amount. I forget how much it was worth. Yeah. And he had a tilt hanging. Yeah. But it was like kind of like, you know, um, accidental almost. So mm. I find because it's a big party. Who's the owner of the house? I dragged this old guy. To this like hallway giant piece probably one of these guys a little bit wider yeah so like seven feet by five feet maybe yeah. and i'm like do you know what, what you have here he's like oh yeah i like that i like the color i'm like no that's still <laughs> yeah like huh oh, Who, what, what, what'd you say now i said no it's tilt he doesn't like, need to know yeah. he doesn't know no. so i i send it to tilt he's like where did that end up and i show him the house and he couldn't believe it. Damn. Like I can't believe that piece is in that house. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> it's like make it's sense. absurd, yeah. man. But that—that's—that's that's the house you want to get into. Yeah, you know. And that's where, you know, like it's okay that the guy act. Because at first I was like, I felt bad for not only for the guy but also for the painting. Like this mm. guy doesn't even know who painted it that doesn't even know the name let alone or the, the history, history yeah. of tilt it's yeah. like this is a champ but i guess if you connect it to the piece that's that's all that needed to happen 
in the know, end of the day. Yeah. At the end of the day. That's the third step of the artist. Remember right. with Picasso? Yeah, the yeah, artist yeah. does art for money. Right. Yeah. Uh, Which is enough. You know? Which is enough. Yeah. If, if my baby finds a home, who am I to say? <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, they're, all, they're all up for adoption. Yeah, at this <laughs> point in the game, dude, it's like, yeah. I'm trying to go on vacation, you know? Pay my bills first. So, yeah, man. I <laughs> yeah, think, dude. you know, just having other people sell it for you, but the right people, you know, those are those art reps and those are those interior That's designers. all we need, man. Because, yeah. and I think that they'd love to know you because yeah. um, you fit right into what it is that they're doing, even though there's a lot of interior designers, you know, they're also Fugazi. Yeah. You know? So, like, I had. Uh, do you know Surrey? Siri? Surrey? Surrey, I don't S-O- know. I know Siri. S O U R I S. No? I know a Siri. She's been around forever. She's amazing. But um, she reps like Buff Monster. And, mm. But she got me a mural a while ago. So I was like, we should work together for a bit and whatever. And, um, but she. Yeah, I, 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 I was like. We need to get like interior designers yeah. and fucking people like that to the show, and like I couldn't even fucking afford to pay her to do that. I was like, I'll give you a piece of art, you know, like bless her fucking heart, dude. She like acted as a publicist and like yeah. reached out to all these interior designers and shit. But again, it's like you gotta know people, man. It's the powing and the wowing. You yeah, know what because mean? it's gotta like go they to don't their know things, Surrey, they, come to your they don't things. know me. It's yeah. gotta come from an email that they yeah. know. Like yeah. I don't know if you gotta hire PR or yeah. like yeah. people want a personal touch. Like I met yeah. this guy in, in, you know, at Esalen in, in, in the in the in the uh, in the in the hot water springs, you know. And then later, I you know, we ran into each other, and then it was revealed to me this is a great artist and. That's how, you know, people want magic. Yeah. But like LA, uh, for people that are listening from uh, from other countries and stuff, like LA is not like where you guys are from. You know, everyone, it's a car culture. The city was kind of designed around, you know, freeways. Nobody walks in LA. No, There's like a the song about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, which can give us good vis- visibility if we're painting outside. Yeah. But... It's it's not always as um, easy to mingle and to meet the, the kind of people that you would wish yeah. you could meet. There's you know it's a lot of introduction based yeah. or like you know, and so that that's a barrier here. It really sure. fucking is, man. Yeah. So just trying to get in with these fucking whoever these people yeah. are, you know, yeah. it's yeah. like I just feel like I'm a step away. Yeah. This is what's frustrating yeah, me yeah, right yeah. now, you know, yeah. in, in my career, the frustration lies exactly there. Right. And my wife is an executive producer, so her head works. It's so simple to her. Yeah. She's like, okay, uh, hit this person up, go on LinkedIn, find their email, da 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 And I'm like, ah, like this is so intense. And like, what do I say? You know. Again, there's a whole industry there in her field where, you know, you got something just drop it in the system yeah. and it'll do what it would it do, yeah. you know? But with us, it's not that way. Yeah. And that is very frustrating. And I think we should uh, get a little thanks for that, for still c- continuing on or not. <laughs> Maybe no one gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. Keep going, man. <laughs> Never give up. <laughs> Keep dreaming, bro. <laughs> if you're listening, don't be an artist. <laughs> be a lawyer. <laughs> man. 
It's fucking crazy. Uh, uh, what, what, you know, <coughs> more will be revealed. Dude. More will be revealed. And we'll have to do part two uh, in like three days when all of a sudden, man, you're never going to believe who I met. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I met the head of capital and we're doing yeah, a piece yeah. on every floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. that's also that's how works, that can yeah. happen. It's true. You know, yeah. and it's like, that's part of the risk. That's part of the reward. Yeah. And uh, the sweet is never sweet without the sour. There it is. My man, Davey. Thank you, brother. Man, thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Chase. Let everyone know uh, where they can f- see all this stuff online. Yeah, you can check me out at DaveyLevitt.com. D-A-V-E-Y-L-E-A-V-I-T-T.com. And then the Instagram is? At Davey underscore Levitt. Bam. And I'll put it in the footnotes so you guys can check it too. Check out my man who's a champion. <laughs> Good to see you, my man. Love you, dude. Peace, peace. Love you, too. Bam. That was Davey. Hope you dug it. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, as always, you can find us uh, on Instagram at Happy No Fear. And I'm, of course, at The Art of Chase. See you next time. Bye-bye.